0: What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 46 of the No Mercy podcast. This was a banger. This was a little Rogan-esque, this podcast. We had Mad Lab, The Bod, and The Alcoholic on it. Uh, We started off talking about some co-host of the year stuff and let these guys kind of pick each other apart. Bash Jeff Mann's a little bit saying he was cheating. We went over the 10-year challenge, which dovetailed into a whole litany of shit, from facial recognition to cloning to filter versus no filter, uh, we went into the Gillette commercial and the weakening of society, talked about the controversial topic of the black coaches being fired, talked about racism, talked about raising your kids like pussies, uh, talked about fucking Mad Lab, fucking pepper spraying himself, uh, all kinds of crazy shit. We also talked about the Chiefs and Saints games uh, this weekend, gave some predictions on those with some props, but really just we, we didn't even stop it. We just kept going. It's it's a little bit longer, but the reality is we touched on pretty much every social topic you could fucking touch on. I, this is my favorite pod so far, so hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Um, sports season is ending. We're getting into more of the social conspiracy angle on things, and uh, I dare you to listen to this thing and not have some strong takes that you want to tweet about based on some of the stuff we were talking about, but we towed some lines on this one. And uh, I thought it was fantastic. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Uh, we'd love all your feedback. Write a review. Send us some tweets, at uh, no pod on Twitter and on Instagram. Download, subscribe. Uh, let us know what you think. I, I thought it was a banger. So uh, without further ado, hit it, Miyagi.
1: Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve No mercy
0: what up let's get weird it's your boy tommy g here with episode 46 of the no mercy podcast we have a uh, a mishmash of celebrities of no mercy celebrities today i use that term very loosely first as always i will introduce The man you know is the mad lab, Mikey Iorato. What up, lab?
2: Public service announcement. I'm not in a good mood. I'm here to kick (laughs) ass or eat bubblegum,
0: and we're all out
2: of bubblegum. This is going to be fun. I like
0: when you're pissed off. So to piss you off even more, we brought probably the angriest man in America outside of Ted Schuster. He goes by at the alcoholic on Twitter. He has still not reached 10,000 followers, which makes us all very happy. But Robert, how are you doing today?
3: Yo, Mad Lab, how many things are you drinking right now?
2: I got uh, a... <laughs> right.
3: He's got like a fucking jug, goes, a little thing. It's like six That's juices. That's your new tagline.
2: Two. Three.
3: He's got three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching Mikey switch fucking drinks. It's like...
2: Rob, we got an hour this, buddy.
3: <laughs>
2: Maybe
4: two
0: hours. I'm expecting this one to run long. What, what? Would you like to tell us what those three things are, Lab?
2: I would love to. So the first one is an orange... Um, uh, cold press orange juice. Mm-hmm. Then we have a jug of Crystal Light. And we mm-hmm. got a little, little snip of coffee in here.
0: Why are you drinking three things? Got to be prepared. I'm not like Rob. I'm not ill-prepared. Yeah, he said you were ill-prepared, Rob.
3: Yeah, I probably... I, actually, I probably... I might have three drinks here, too, Mike.
0: I have one. I have half a thing of water. That's all I have. And the, th- the fourth member, I should say, <clears throat> of the crew, he he was new to Twitter... At the bod no mercy on Twitter to get rid of all of his single parody account, which was tweeting for him. The bod, what up, Kurt?
5: Yeah, what the fuck's up, son?
0: Whoa, Whoa.
2: no energy in the room. What happened there?
5: Did Al Qaeda feed you today or not? I've been in a two week funk ever since I lost co host of the year to Rob. It's been up. tough times.
0: Well, you didn't lose to Rob. Technically, guys all lost it to Jeff.
5: Nah, I, doesn't didn't count. <laughs> I didn't lose. I
0: didn't lose. You didn't lose, so no. so lab plead your case because for those that missed it, we had our co-host of the year event, and uh, it's first. Actually, we should first start with the uh, what was it uh, segment. segment of yeah, the segment. year, right? So Rob, what was yours? What was your segment? I have no fucking idea.
3: What was it,
5: Rob? Was it just take game? yourself
0: off mute, you dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: not a mute. You were <laughs>
5: your lips
0: were moving it? and no words were coming out. <laughs> you can Rob, hear me now with
5: big boys today. <laughs> Step
0: your fucking game up. What was <laughs> you your guys- thing? <laughs> I don't don't know What was it? (laughs) I don't know Kurt, you (laughs) made the poll What was Rob's thing? I
3: didn't make the fucking poll Not you, Kurt
0: What? Segment
5: of the year? Rob's tweets?
0: Rob's tweets Okay, we had Things Mad Lab Hates And Jeff's was uh, live from Fandle headquarters And
5: Fuck Mary Kill
0: And Fuck Mary Kill Right, and it came down to Live from Fandle headquarters And Things Mad Lab Hates And Lab, you lost No, I didn't lose And you were out to an early lead No, I was out out to a very late
2: lead too Yeah, well, what happened? So I was up eleven percent. Jeff uh, had a couple of fucking skid marks in his underwear as the clothes, <laughs> and uh, he he went on Twitter and he threatened his fan base that if he did not win this poll, that there would be no NFL chat. And he was dead serious. He kept tweeting it out, tweeting it. Out. So obviously, you know, he you know he strong armed him and he and he got his way. And I was dedicated to my craft that night. I was worried about the fights. I was. Hoping that Lab Nation was going to put a little cock block in on it. But he went into the chat room. He went, he went everywhere to just sabotage that. So I do not consider that a loss.
0: Okay. So, so Kurt, your, your view on Jeff's manipulation?
5: Uh, totally legal. We didn't set rules until, like, the second event. I personally like live from FanDuel headquarters the most. But you guys don't do it enough.
0: I, I agree. Rob, I, think, I don't think you had a chance at all with anything any of those. no
5: rob got eight percent which isn't bad considering the other two how do you feel about that rob
3: well when the bod is setting the fucking rules of course i'm gonna lose well like, there were no rules thing... at
5: that time no but you set the
3: polls. i set didn't stack the deck so... are you accusing me of stacking the deck you stacked the deck against us <laughs> as soon as i fucking saw it i said the bod is out to get me i have no shot at this <laughs> <laughs> i knew it
0: so so you guys are basically saying Jeff is not co-hosted here?
2: Is that what's that what you're trying no, to say? No, he won't co-host of the year, but he didn't win segment of the year. Okay. So Lab. Oh, you, what Lab, about Tagline? By the way, of the Lab year.
0: has a new microphone. Has everyone noticed that? Lab finally after uh, 3 months uh, has got his new equipment. So congratulations Lab. I think you sound beautiful right
2: now. And it doesn't uh, it's so weird. It's like a big dick in my face.
0: It's so Right. Annoying. Now what I was going to tell you is you got to <laughs> keep that dick. See how we all have the dick literally at our chin. Uh-huh. Yours is a little far away. So you got to move that dick right into your mouth. Like, get it like you're going to fucking. S- yeah, that's it.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Suck on that shit. Because lab talks like this. Like, this is how lab talks. I'm so animated. Right. So you got to focus on trying to keep that dick in your mouth. Oh. All right. All right. All right. So that's it for the Jeff Man's thing. That's all you guys got. You've been bitching about it for a week and a half. That's no, all I, listen, Jeff? I ple- and then oh, you I wasn't changed the rules. With
2: Remember, I, I, I texted Mrs. Tommy. This is fucking horse shit. He,
1: <laughs> he's like, he's breaking it. He's
2: breaking it. You guys, this is it, dude. He what? What did he do in the second one that I, when I texted you and I was like, bro, he's got. To, that's it. It's over. Cancel it now. I won.
0: There's a, there's a rumor that he went on Sirius XM and talked about it. Yeah, see, but that, that's <laughs> no. That <is laughs>
3: well, you busy. know what? Look, I'm going to tell you one thing right now. Jeff Banz makes himself out as this real nice family guy, wholesome kind of guy. He is as ruthless as they fucking come, and he will cut a throat for 3% in a poll. I guarantee it. So if there's anything he could have done, believe me, like he was selling children on the black market, whatever it took for him to win that poll, he would fucking do it.
0: I don't doubt that at all. So so congratulations to Jeff. I'll be doing a show with Jeff tomorrow uh, where we'll be covering DFS. We're going to cover some gambling on this show too. Uh, we'll give all our picks for the Chiefs, Pats, and Saints, Rams. Uh, We'll get into all that stuff. But I want to get into more fun stuff first. So initially right now, Bod, speak about your Twitter. Let's see if we can get you some followers because you had a nice little run up to about 400. And it seems like you've plateaued very quickly.
5: No, it's easily the hottest Twitter account out right now. We're at a solid 458. Mm -hmm. Okay. Patrick Mayo does not follow me. What? A little upsetting. He just retweeted you. Doesn't follow me. Wow, well, who the wow. fuck are you? You don't follow anybody. You don't even follow us. But no, that's a big... Readers don't follow. You follow me. <laughs> yeah. Do you follow oh, anyone, mistake, or... No, he follows nobody. No, I don't follow anyone. Wow. I'm unfollowing, him today, I'm unfollowing him today,
3: dude. i has got him I'm
2: unfollowing you today.
3: Dude, nice header, though. The fuck's up, son? I've just you seen You like this that? Now. Wow.
5: I did that. It's awesome. Get the fuck out of
2: here you did that. <laughs> you did that, my that's ass. That's a Mad Lab special. My ass.
5: Man. No, but my Twitter account's hot. I cover Keto. I do movie reviews at halftime. All types of fun. Yeah, stuff. guys. It's if great. you want, if you
2: want to see uh, movie reviews from fucking Aquaman, probably the worst fucking comic ever made. Go to Kurt's fucking Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Highest Girl I see Marvel human film alive that collected Aquaman.
3: <laughs> Can we talk about hashtag doofus real quick?
0: Oh yes, we have to talk about that. Good call, Rob. <gasps> go so, ahead, Tommy. So we had uh, so Kurt's tagline to fucks up, son. And if right. you got if you go to at the bod no mercy, you'll see that the lab. Uh, His boyfriend made a very beautiful header for him and Rob made different colors right? and made nothing for me and Rob ever. But uh, he did do it for the bod for his love child. So Kurt decided to fucks up son is very marketable. Right. And we were talking about getting it on T-shirts and, you know, we're we're escalating the swag store and doing all that. So Kurt (laughs) sends us a fucking message Mm -hmm. with his new logo that he wants Mad Lab to do. And it's the initials of da fucks up Sun and it's Anachrony. D-F-U-S on the shirt. Yep. And then yep. all three of us at the same time on the text thread go, why is your logo doofus? I did not
5: see it. <laughs> so, I didn't notice it. I was so excited. It's
3: literally D-U-F-U-S.
4: Doofus. <laughs> it looks like doofus
0: on the fucking thing.
5: I think it's hot still.
0: So Rob had a fucking field day with it. Rob went absolutely crazy with that. But uh, So let's talk about this 10-year challenge thing that's going on. So you guys have probably seen it all over the Internet. Um, Hashtag 10-year challenge. People posting pictures from 2008 to 2018, 2009 to 2019. Um, I actually have one, which I didn't really want to get involved in the challenge, but I found a picture that's just too identical. It's actually an identical picture of me 10 years ago in the same jersey playing beer pong with the same angry face and white kicks and shorts. It literally just shows that I haven't changed at all but lab this is something that you've been uh, you've been pretty pissed about this whole 10 year challenge haven't you
2: i just can't stand it. it's just another testament to how fucked up this fucking society is dude it's just it if you really if you really go through the the, the everything we've seen on social media all these challenges i mean they had the ACL, uh, asl channel whatever it is that's all for benefits and shit like that you know the throwback thursdays um, uh, flashback Fridays. like They're just weaning their way into these things just to show themselves. We're like, who, what the fuck do I care what you look like or did 10 years ago? What do I care what you did fucking yesterday that I want to see? What have you done for me lately? That's what I want to see. Let me see you now. You're showing me a picture of yourself 10 years ago and then a picture of you now when... of you people out there that are doing this, whoever's listening to this to do this, I'm going to give you a fucking piece of reality check here. You look like fucking shit compared to what you did 10 years ago. So is that what you want to show me? Look how fucking shitty I look after 10 years with all the stress, the four kids that I had, the fucking bankruptcy I went through, the girlfriends and boyfriends that I lost. You look like complete fucking dog shit. So congratulations to you on a scale of 1 to 10 on the ugly meter. You're all a 9.5.
4: <laughs> wait lab, a minute how many wait hours
2: <laughs> 10 Ted is the ugliest and what is the best looking well from a scale of the ugly meter from one through 10 <laughs> who does their scale this <laughs> way no,
1: the
5: ugly meter
1: oh 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 the meter i got <laughs> it <laughs> All right.
4: yeah.
5: lab how many hours did tom spend going through his pictures for this Oh one? Dude. <laughs> honestly if you had to guess <laughs> dude and you, th- listen, I guarantee this is what tommy tom does this the is what tommy
2: entire does. day i know tommy's this. repertoire this is what he does like he, attach that, he attached that picture to me with ha, 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 which basically means in Tommy's language, I can't wait to post this, but I want to show you that it's funny so yes. it, you don't think it's corny.
5: He wants to see if you'll make fun of him first of before he does it. <laughs> I,
0: it yeah. Lev, I need you to put your other earplug in because when you move, it's, ra- it's rattling. <laughs> you can't hear it on the pod, but in case we have to use the backup file. No, both of them. He
1: takes the other one. (laughs) He takes
0: the one. (laughs) (laughs) What's the other one? Both (laughs) (laughs) ears. That's good.
5: That was
0: So no, but listen, if I wanted to, you've seen pictures of me from ten years ago. I mean, I was a fucking superhuman freak of physical nature. (laughs) I think we all know that. We've all seen shipmates, YouTube shipmates, Tommy G. But I have not. I actually am considering posting one that is not very flattering. It's just me in a fucking backwards hat with a jersey on from yeah, okay. 10 years ago, yeah, and I'm right. kind of yeah. I The other pictures of me are much better looking if yeah. I wanted to floss.
2: Yeah, the other night, I'm sitting on fucking Kurt's couch, Rob, right? I'm sitting on his couch, and I took a fucking picture of Tommy and, and Mike, just like a stupid one. Tommy's like all the way in the background, blurry, can't even see him. I, bro, what are you doing, bro? Bro, I got to see that <laughs> picture, bro. <laughs> Like Do you know how many year pictures year of girl. Tom I
5: had to take down on the Guru Elite account after the marketing team put him up? <laughs> guys- as soon as they go up, I just count down the minutes till I get a text from Tom. Bro, can you take that down?
0: Bro, you post <laughs> the worst pictures of me all over the fucking internet. You guys Who don't cares? understand. these fucking th- I still got these stupid Jaguar pictures circulating and prison mic pictures circulating forever. They got enough fucking ammo on me. They don't need my shitty pictures. Rob, you- Rob what's your take on this 10-year challenge and Mad Lab's take on it?
3: Well, have you guys heard the conspiracy part about this?
2: No, but you know
3: it. All right. So Facebook, uh, you know, they have these complex algorithms and all this shit, right, where they're trying to track you and build profiles on you so they can sell you, right? So... Sort of the 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 there's a few places on the internet you can find it if you just look for uh, aging algorithm, Facebook aging algorithm. Mm-hmm. But what they're doing is they're trying to find a picture of you ten years ago. Now, then they're input they're uploading these inputs into their algorithm to make it smarter, right? So right. they're literally tracking your your development over ten years and going to figure out ways to sell that. And you know I've got some wait, what do you mean ways to sell that?
2: What do you mean? Well,
3: you know Facebook, like it. Here's the question. So. If you're not buying a product from something that you're using, you are the product, right? So, you are Facebook's product. As much data as they can get on you, as much as they can have, then they're going to sell you to marketers, to whoever, 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 and that's why they want these to be as uh, de- have as much data and, you know, be able to they they want to be able to turn you into just numbers and fucking code and feed you into a system. Well, so, they,
5: didn't they get in trouble for selling the data and then they did it again even after well, they, they got keep in trouble? Doing it.
3: Well, they absolutely sell your data. There's like no, no <laughs> there's not lie about that. They're selling your data, uploading it to the U.S. government. I mean, it's it's
2: everywhere. They, well, Rob, let this. me ask you a question because you can answer this because this freaks me the fuck out. Like, I'll be online, I'll be on the couch at night watching TV, and I'll go on Google on my phone and I'll go to search something. Say, I'm searching guitars.
4: Mm-hmm. Right,
2: An right. hour later, when I go onto Instagram, it'll show up sh- like ads for guitar centers, ads for fucking Fender guitars. It like. It reads what I'm searching. Remember,
0: the, the Lab. Remember, we were talking about moving to Denver. Yeah, and, all and of we sudden, were talking Denver about it on the phone and texting it. We weren't even looking. And all of a sudden, Denver ads started showing up on our fucking Instagram feeds. Yeah, for it no, it's
3: like uh, somebody posted before like this joke, like, ha-ha, look at my Google ad. It's for dick enlargement. And everybody's like, "Ah, uh, you know, re- you realize that they make those ads based on your past search history, right? So <laughs> 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 if, that if happened if you you to you once, Tom. Ad, you've probably yeah, been searching that's for I've that.
0: because I've sent so many dick pics. That's why. They're like, this kid <laughs> must love dicks. But, but
3: that's what they do, Mike. And that's what Facebook is doing, too. You know, the marketplace and the TV. 10-year challenges, it's all that.
0: Here's an easy example of how they could use it, right? Let's say you have a dude who 10 years ago had a full head of hair and now he's bald on his 10 years later. That's a guy you would target market for Propecia and other shit like that. So based on how you've evolved over that 10-year period, they can actually target market you based on what you look like. Obviously, certain people who look a certain way have certain needs, whether it's wrinkles, whether anything along those lines. So for facial products, it seems very easy, but also for dress Right? If you used to be a raver, like me, and now your 10 years later pictures are you in a suit, maybe they'll market you to Brooks Brothers or something like that. But the big thing for me, Rob, if you want to get next level conspiracy, maybe they're using this for cloning.
3: Oh, of course they are. No, for Is cloning humans. <laughs> this isn't a question. Like, when you want to turn around and look at when the end of our human species began, it was at the start of Facebook. And when everybody yep. decided to put all their... I've never had a Facebook, by the way. Not one. Never had a fucking... Never had Dude, a My that would fake... be amazing Nothing. when they
0: start killing everyone off and cloning them, and then they... there's no more Rob because they don't have any data on you. That'd be incredible. Oh, you're right. I could be fucked. All this yeah, time, I thought I fucked. was
3: staying out of the system. <laughs> phase me out.
0: <laughs> They're face him completely out but what do you think of that kirk i know you're usually on our side what do you think of that
5: yeah i've never had facebook either but uh, i don't know like who would come up with this stuff though like who came up with the 10-year challenge where did it facebook. start it started on facebook like did someone hashtag 10-year challenge like somebody how at stuff- facebook well, it start- Wait, i
0: mean it starts with facebook just fucking sending it viral like there'll be a person usually or something but it's, it's probably some fucking bot that fucking starts it that they just start circulating it to certain oh, people. Oh,
5: they probably get it trending and stuff. Yeah. It's a
3: Facebook AI bot going, we need to sharpen up our facial recognition aging algorithm. And then they just start pumping this shit out there and all these fucking idiots follow.
5: And, and but it th- seems like anything, if you put the word challenge on it, everyone's all in on it. Well, I mean, if you
0: think about it, the, the thing we don't see is how many of these challenges never go viral. Right. Like you'll see a million of these things that don't go viral and some of them that do like what honestly makes sense, especially if you get into the area of cloning and lab. I know you're probably the furthest away from all this cloning reptilian shape shifting shit of the four of us. But if you really want to believe that there is some sort of cloning and artificial intelligence and creating robotic humans, even that's something that I think everyone can get behind, that there will be sex robots. There will be, you know, Human-like butlers that you'll have. There are
3: 100. sex robots,
2: right? I mean, these things robot are. robot today.
0: They're they're obviously trying to take human consciousness and human thought and put it into bodies, whether it's a robotic body or a human body. Yeah, but you
2: didn't hear what happened uh, last year with the AI. Yeah, which, yeah. which created one? its own language. right? They started their own language. Oh, they, that they, was they, amazing. They, that was amazing. Yeah, I believe in that. I just, yeah. I don't, I don't think there's any reason to clone a Jimi Hendrix or clone a to uh, cloning as far as just making human. More intelligent, yeah, but I don't believe like they're using Facebook to clone my face and they're going to make five Mike Iorados. Right. Yeah, but
5: what would be their motive to do that?
2: There is no motive. That's what I'm saying.
5: Exactly. Right. So Just have another baby no and there's I mean, another but i know I'm a But I'm, I'm saying around. if you
0: look at, like, what are the most popular things that have gone viral lately? You have the 10-year challenge, which went extremely viral.
5: The Bods No Mercy account. Okay,
0: Throwback Thursday is literally the biggest thing on the internet, right? Like, one day a week, they make sure that we all put old pictures of ourselves up there. Right, which would go hand-in-hand hand with the cloning and facial recognition type stuff to see human involvement. But think about the other really big one that went viral over the last seven months.
3: The fucking, no uh, the fucking Drake thing?
0: The Kiki Challenge, right? Yeah,
3: Kiki Challenge.
0: Wouldn't that be the most obvious thing? If you look at that, you're getting out of a car, you're walking, you're dancing, you're moving. Wouldn't that be the number one hashtag to create, if they wanted to create a Tommy Part 2 or Rob part two, to get your actual rhythm and movements of your walk and your swag and everything that is rarely found on Facebook or on the internet, because there's not many pictures of Mad Lab walking through an arena or Mad Lab dancing. It's usually just him talking into a camera. So wouldn't that be the easiest way to get all our mannerisms and gestures and these this weird dance
5: so that you yeah, could... but they already do that in video games when the guys put on the green I suit know, but and now if you everywhere. wanted to
0: start cloning society now you, you can, Why Why would you well, want to clone yeah, exactly
5: what we have now? Your
3: assumptions are wrong, though. Well, your assumptions are right, but they're wrong. They don't necessarily want to make a new Tommy G. Right. But they want okay. to take all these characteristics of all of these different people and make something. Like this classification of people. Like, oh, here's what a genius. They're trying to evolve like, the
5: human race. Yeah, yeah. It's, can it's, you fucking it's, it's, imagine if they, if your
2: philosophies are correct? If they took fuck, if they're watching us right now, us four fucking schlep's, and they took our mannerisms, we'd be the biggest degenerate walking the planet.
0: <laughs> but I mean, if you think about it, they can actually correlate. Okay, so we have this group of people from 2000 to 2020, right? That here's the people that have become the most successful. They have access to all our tax returns. They have access to all our social media following. So if they look at someone like a like a, a Tommy G, this guy has made X amount of dollars. He managed to get a big following. He managed to get a radio show. He managed to get a multimillion-dollar company. Let's take some of his mannerisms, and this obviously is something that could lead to a future successful person. Lady Gaga, all these big people. You start to th- – there's something about people that become successful, their mannerisms, how they carry themselves, their talk track, their inflection. All these things are a part of a process which you could literally take and – Program into a robot and then create a new consciousness.
5: Yeah, but doesn't this go against your MK Ultra theory? Which one? Because if they're brainwashing people and you have the glitches and everything, why do they need this if they can? Well, I think do that's
0: that? what they're doing. I think that's what they're doing. They, I mean, look at the people who glitch the most. Look at the people who have the most fucking you know issues with that. They're all. It's all Lady Gaga, Hillary Clinton, Shaquille O'Neal, Two Chains. Like no. it's all these people who are in the public spotlight. So they've probably you know they've created these little mini models of people that we should worship. And I truly believe if anyone is an alien, if you were an alien, think about this. And lab, we've talked about this. How many of you on this panel believe in aliens? Me. Okay. Yeah, Kurt? I'm all in. Okay, Rob. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rob. Yes. Okay, your mouth moved and no words came out again. <laughs> so I, I think Rob's glitching. I'm glitching. <laughs> so, so here's the funniest philosophy. Most people, would you agree? Most people believe in aliens, lab. say 70%. Right. So the majority of people believe in aliens, right? How insane is it to believe in aliens, to believe there is a higher life form than us, and one still believe God or Jesus is in somewhat of a human form, when of those 70% of people, 99% of them believe aliens have big eyes and extended craniums and all that. So therefore, one of the things that you can argue, which we'll argue on a later pod, is that if you do believe in God and aliens, then you must believe that Jesus looked more like an alien than God or there was no Jesus. But the reality of the situation is with aliens, if you were the higher power and you had created or are overseeing this um, subordinate species below you, wouldn't you want to go check in on it?
5: Right. That's yes? what all the are. All right. So everyone agrees are. with that. Rob, you agree right. with that? Yeah, absolutely. Like,
0: anyone who believes in aliens must say, like, they're not going to just ignore us. They're obviously probably going to want to check in on us. And being that they are so far superior to us and so far more intelligent and advanced than us, is it absolutely astronomical to believe that they would not only want to oversee us, but come down and have some control over us?
5: But are they doing that already in a different way?
0: I believe that they are. And that's why I think this whole reptilian shape-shifting thing isn't that insane because I believe it's very easy for them to have the capability to kind of come into a human body and live amongst us. And that's Lady Gaga, Donald Trump, fucking Hillary Clinton. I think that you can make an argument that the biggest celebrities have the highest probability of being some sort of aliens.
3: Tommy, but what if t- we- this, this, is my th- this is my thinking regarding uh, the overarching idea of this whole Facebook thing is Facebook is ultimate control. They're monitoring what you're doing. These dumb fucks are posting every day what they're doing on there. They're making you pay attention to dumb shit like 10-year challenges and not worry about real things like the fucking alien next door. So they've, they've honed us all in in this little fucking scope. We're posting our lives to them. That everybody can see it. And guess what? They got us focused on all kinds of dumb shit and not important stuff. I agree.
5: But what if we're a game? That right what would, if we're just York. a level right York. and they say i want to go play on this level and they just take over a human body or whatever and they just start playing on earth
0: i i mean that, that's the discussion me and rob have had numerous times and elon musk who i think everyone would agree is probably the most intelligent man in the world right well, like, yeah, can, his, you, can you name uh, five people smarter than elon musk
3: no and you know the argument is you his know,
0: argument is that we could already be living in simulation
3: we are right <laughs>
0: So, but, but everyone just throws this out because the dumbing down of society is the first part of this whole process, and that's what Rob's talking about. Lab, what's that stupid game you play on your phone all day?
2: I don't, I haven't played it in a while. What is it, though? Toon Blast.
0: Right. And, and is that not a game that, like, a three-year-old would play?
2: No, it's like Candy Crush. The world plays Candy Crush, dude.
0: Right, but is that not a game a seven-year-old could play?
2: Uh, Yeah, they could probably play it. Right, so they're basically <laughs> not turning... at the level I'm on, dude. Oh no, you're oh, way better.
0: I guarantee you, Kurt's daughter. I guarantee, no way, not in the Peyton, level I'm on, dude. Peyton, no if you give her three months, <laughs> we'll be beating your ass in Candy Crush. But I mean, think about what we're doing. We're turning adults into children. I see sixty-year-old women on Instagram posting selfies with dog ears and their tongue out. Like
5: everyone, yeah, but what took so? Yeah, but long?
2: women are more. Listen, let's be honest, bro. Let's be honest here. Women are more acceptable to take the everyday selfie and the, and the, the, the little bear. I mean, it's annoying. I, we argue about it all the time. It's the fucking men that it's, it's really hindering because it's not only hindering it on the social media level, but it's hindering them in everyday life. Men are fucking pussies now. In plain yep. English, they are. They're fucking pussies. I mean, when you're taking pictures of yourself, if you're... You're laying on the couch and you're, you're watching TV and you're flipping through your fucking phone and you're like, oh, look at this picture from 2009. I remember I'm going to post this one or hey, look at this picture when I was with. I'm going to put like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Dude, like, all of society,
0: me, all of society is weaker right now. I think we all agree on that. All of society is weaker and it's because of coddling. That's the number one reason why society is weaker because of coddling. Have you seen the suicide rates? of like 10 to 16-year-old girls that it's up literally like 250%, the suicide, the, the cutting rates, I think that's what it is, not suicide rates, the cutting, the rates that they cut themselves, like the visits to hospitals that you can actually track, is up like 200-something percent. This all stems from what Rob said, social media. It's all stemmed from social media. It's all stemmed from these insecurities and coddling when they're younger, parents not being parents. Imagine your mom lab. When you were fucking 10, posting selfies on Instagram. Never.
2: She was too busy
3: working. Exactly. exactly. Rob? Yeah, it's disgusting. And you know, the, I was in a coffee shop the other day, and there's 50 people in there, and not one motherfucker had their head up. Yep. Right? Everybody's got their head down. Which, as soon as you put your head down, what's it do? It detaches you from your reality. It detaches you from society, from other people. Like, dude, imagine when we were kids going somewhere, and everybody looking down. You would fucking run out of the door scared to goddamn death that these people were in some sort of trance or something, right? right. But now, nobody looks up. Nobody's, like, looking Wait at Wait a minute. There's, this is all gone.
5: Did you ever see that meme from, like, the 1920s and now when they were inside a, a bus or a train, and in the 20s everyone's looking down at a newspaper, and now everyone's looking down at a phone? So it's pretty similar. Yeah, but no Just one's, no one's
0: walking around the street reading a newspaper in the middle of Manhattan.
5: No one's on an no. elevator meeting
3: Newspaper. and you're not socializing via a newspaper like you could socialize and think you have friends through your phone but let's be honest how many
5: people want to socialize out in public like when i go to wherever wherever a restaurant or whatever you don't want to talk to strangers but right? that's a new thing that's new over the last 40 is years is where do you though?
1: go Kurt? I, that's <laughs> such a, i've got so many
3: questions about the bod where no, do you go
0: that like, is where you new going? lab uh, dude first of all everyone should go watch sebastian what's it sebastian Maniscalco? Um, his stand up. Me and Lab have been watching it for the last week. We've seen it before, watched it again. It's just so funny when he talks about how society was back in the day in his childhood. And if you were Italian, you could definitely relate to it compared to us. Kurt, you're 100% wrong. Well, when we were growing up, we knew every single house on our block. Did we mm-hmm. not?
5: Yeah, but is it a good thing or bad, though? It's a good thing because Why? you would
0: protect your community. You had your neighborhood of people. So
5: we should keep our heads up to protect our community?
0: A hundred percent. You should get to know the That's people That's what I got around. an
5: alarm and a dog for. I'm yeah, good. you should
0: get to know the people around. Would you let Peyton walk around the block when she turns nine by herself?
5: No. Because you're a pussy.
0: Because guess what? We did. Me and you used to walk to Simple Simon when you were six and I was eight to go get baseball cards, which was not only around the block, that was up the street all the way up about ten blocks past that, and then we would go hang out in the parking lot at ten years old.
5: But kids get kidnapped. That's why
0: we're tough, Kurt. No. They no. get kidnapped less. It's been proven. Kids are they getting get kidnapped, kidnapped less than, now yeah. than they did back in the day. It's because parents like you are fucking pussies. And you're coddling your kids. And they're going to grow up weaker.
2: Listen, I was... when am I coddling uh, my kids? I'm just
0: saying your generation. Yeah, the whole coddling. generation.
2: What are you, I'm, I'm close
5: to you. What are you talking about, my
2: generation? <laughs> your generation.
0: generation. I generation. don't have any <laughs> kids. I wouldn't raise them like that. I'd have my eight-year-old walking around the block right now.
2: Rob, Let's put it this you? way. How many parents would do this? Rob, you're a parent. Uh, uh bob your parent. parent, right? So listen to this now. So when I was younger, we were latchkey kids. You guys yep. know latchkey yep. so kids. So were we, Kurt. Okay. You know that. So now I used to walk home from school. Even at lunchtime, Rob, I walked home from school. My mother always mm-hmm. had lunch on the table for me because she was working. And then I would walk home. When I was a really young kid, there was a guy. His name was Louie. And everybody called him Bobcat Louie. He, he had a little bit of a problem. And he turned out he, was, he went to jail and everything like that later on in life. <clears throat> but he, he brought me into his basement one time after school. And his parents owned a laundromat two blocks away from my house. Well, we, he lived on the same block as me. Uh, and he brought me downstairs into the laundromat, and he had these two kittens, and he put them in a box. And he was like three years older than me. And he threw it, he was throwing them against the wall, and he was laughing oh, at it. He was like literally laughing at it. And I, like? uh, and he was, with, it was him, his older brother, that was my brother's age, so he was like five years older than me. And uh, I fought these kids in the basement. They took me upstairs, they beat the shit out of me, they threw me in an industrial dryer. I was knocked out cold as a kid. Walked home, I told my mother what happened, obviously she saw it in my face, everything like that. She did not walk me to school the next day, she did not fucking call the school, she did not go to his house, she did not do nothing. The fact of the matter was, is if you did that today, you'd have state troopers at the house, you'd have police at the house, there'd be an investigation at the house, there'd be, it'd be a fucking complete shit show. It would be a complete fucking shit show. There's no such thing now as your son getting into a fight or your daughter getting into a fight and and your parent telling you, go back there and kick his fucking ass because we don't lose. Yep.
0: That's the problem with society. It's a pussification of society. Kurt, I know you want to say something on this.
5: No, what? I don't know. You're (laughs) part of the problem. I could go both ways because I see both
0: sides of it. Listen, Joe Rogan talked about it where he was like... Yeah, but... He even said, he's like, you know what? I would never let my daughter walk around at nine years old, walk around the block. Right. Right. And he's like, but it's in- weird because I used to. He's like, so all the things that made me me and made me tough and made me who I am. Well, now- I won't let my kids do because I'm an overprotective parent.
5: Because now we see the freak shows. We never used to see the freak shows. You would just—they were like urban legends. Now it's on the news. It's on social media. But this guy's it, it, but Amber Alerts to down. your phone. Rob, you were—you were nodding. Like the crime itself is down.
3: Yeah, it's definitely down. Like, yeah, but there's for me, more exposure. You know, I you grew just... up just like you guys. Like, you know, I remember getting in a fight in a parking lot in a church after I lived really close to the school, so I used to walk back and forth. And I got my fucking ass kicked by Rusty. i never forget his name. It was Rusty fucking something. I can't remember his last name. Rusty Beat Trombone? Beat the shit out of me. I didn't rusty get the Rusty the Trombone, but I got the old fucking one too. And, uh,. I went home bloodied up and everything else. And I walked back to school the next day and back the next. And guess what? Me and Rusty ended up being friends right. through high school. Like when you know when you got to work through these kind of things, it's different. But like my son's nine, and I let him go. I don't know one two blocks on his bike. Um, but I don't live like the same place where I grew up. Like it's a nice and little you had neighborhood, to back then. and it's not. Because like, wait
5: a this is the thing you're not seeing that you and Mad Lab might miss. If you don't have a kid, maybe you don't see it. The fact that my kid could walk out the door and be out of my life within a second scares the shit out of any parent. Nobody's exactly telling you no, to no, open no, up no, your door and right. let
2: your he's... kid go roaming free. No, he's right.
5: Lab, he's right. This,
0: this all ties in. is the same thing Joe Rogan said because he had the dude on. I forget, It was the best Rogan podcast I ever heard. I'll, I'll get the name and I'll tweet it out. I think it was Haste or something like that, some psychological therapist type guy. But um, he said the same thing. The guy's like, do you realize that if you left your kid in a car with the windows down in front of a shopping mall – it would take seven hundred thousand years before they got abducted, right? Like that's on average based statistics. And Rogan is like, "Well, yeah, but that one time that it happens yeah. is the end of your life. So you are going to be over- out the Par- Par- it Par- Could
5: you imagine living knowing your kid is somewhere else with some creepy dude? Kurt, no, it's a scary. Every thing in the world. single yeah. parent of ours did
0: that every single day. When we went yeah. to play basketball up the street and walked out. And we had no cell phone and no tracking devices. And we were supposed to be home at seven when it started to got to six when it's supposed to get dark. And we said, fuck that. Let's get out of this park and go somewhere else. So our parents can't find us and play manhunt like we used to do all the time. And they'd be chasing around for us in a car trying to find us. That was every day. And yeah, that's why it
2: wasn't tough. social media. Let, let me but, entertain. Let me enter, entertain me on this and tell me if I'm way off on saying this. You guys, Rob brought up, and you all brought up a point saying that the crime is lower right now. Correct? Like uh, kidnapping Kidna- and stuff. Uh, is kidnapping lower. and stuff. Right? Okay. So, is it fair to say that things like this are becoming lower because society now, instead of being out there, instead of actually acting like tough guys, instead of actually, like Rob said, he had a, a fight in a fucking parking lot, You're settling your differences with your hands. Is it safe to say that people are such pussies today that they're becoming keyboard warriors because it's easier? They don't need to leave the house. They can have these wars on Twitter. They can have these wars on Instagram. You go on Instagram, you see these guys. Rob, I know you're not a big social media guy, but if you go on Instagram and you type in like a hashtag, say like fitness or gym life or whatever, you'll see these fucking guys. Literally sitting on a bench in a gym with their hood up or they'll be sitting on a beach like staring out into the sunset or on a mountain and they're like, you know, in life you need to grind. In life you need to do the. Meanwhile, the second that picture is fucking taken, it was probably taken 10 years ago. But the second that picture was taken, they're back in their car. They didn't do no hike. They weren't on the beach hanging out. They weren't fucking in the gym. They were probably doing cardio and they did a couple push-ups and they, they got it. They get back in their car. They go home. They eat dinner. They go on the fucking couch.
3: Oh, it's sad shit. And I think you can make the argument the reason kidnappings are down is because their parents are like me and Kurt, and the opportunities have decreased. Right? Or, like, no. I don't think the number of sick fucks has decreased. It, it's Listen, nothing. I'm not, I'm it's not a problem. guy
2: who looks for trouble, but Tommy will fucking tell you. Tommy's been with me in situations one time in fucking Maywood where I don't talk. Don't right. sit here and don't fucking talk to me. Don't fucking. You could call my mother. You could call my brother. You could call me anything you want. Well, maybe not my mother, but the, I tell you, the minute you get in with an arm's length of me, I'm fucking cracking you. And Tommy has seen me do it. Yep. I do not talk. Everybody talks now.
0: No, and it, well, the problem is it's, it's, here's the other side of that argument, Rob, that Kurt, you said this last time mm-hmm. we had this argument. Well, me and lab said we'd love to be what? around in the 60s and 70s and even the Peaky Blinders days. Right. The right. pre-technology days. And we said you can get away with anything back then. Right, Right. The reason you can get away with anything back then is because there was no smartphone tracking. There was no social media. There was no technology. So you know how much harder it is to get away with any crime nowadays than it was 20 years ago? So is you that could, why it's down yes, now, technology? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. It's harder that. to get away with anything nowadays than 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, but you don't
2: think of a, an, an attribute to it is that people are so comfortable with, instead of going out and meeting a girl, they're doing it on dating apps. Instead of going to a bar and coagulating with their friends. Listen, Tommy, well, that's a you learned guilty experience, of it. We do it at though. night sometimes when we're watching TV. Of course,
0: but that's a learned experience from the ages of 1 through 7. 80% of your personality is developed between the ages of 1 and 7. Correct. That's a fact. That's been forever. No one can dispute that because it's been statistically proven for decades. Your eighty percent of your personality is created by the age of seven. What are these seven year olds doing? Are they going out and trying to Kurt, I know you bring your kids to a lot of events and stuff and they hang out with other kids and stuff. Most of these kids are sitting home and they're not playing with Barbies and stuff. They're on an iPad. They're on a computer. They're on this type of stuff and they're being sheltered and they're being protected. And it's, oh, you fell down, come here. Oh my god, baby, are you okay? Whereas if we fell down, mom would be like, Get the fuck up. Stop crying. Like when you start to, when we would do something wrong at seven years old, Kurt, what would happen?
5: What a bar of soap? Your bar of soap, wooden spoon. <laughs> right? <laughs> One yeah. a
0: Lab, what happened to you when you fucked up at seven years old, when you intentionally smashed the vase in the living room? Wooden spoon. You caught the back of the hand, right? Rob, what happened to you? Belt. Rob, your mouth open and no words came out again.
3: Belt. I don't know why you can't hear me. I'm bad. Be- it's your
0: to first word sometimes.
3: <laughs> so, Belt,
0: right? So, every one of us on this podcast got the shit smacked out of, out of us and somehow or choked down a bar of soap when we did something wrong at seven years old. Kurt, if Peyton does something wrong, what do you
5: do? I give her a big hug and kiss and say, don't worry, baby. That's true. Yes. That's exactly what I've seen you do. Well, listen, it. my brother does yeah. the same thing. You have,
0: you have a logical conversation with her of, Peyton, this is wrong. Come here. I still love you. But y- you're the problem. Me? You're the problem. Because what's going to happen when – no, your kids are incredible. But what's going to happen yeah. when they're 17 and they get into the real world and have to face those tough real world situations? Do you think a millennial's child right now who's coddling them instead of smacking them is going to be as well prepared for tough situations going forward as the four of us were when me and you, Kurt, were at prom weekend and we got in a, there was a parking lot. There was a bunch of hoods who came into the parking lot trying to fight everyone, stealing shit from the hotels, and me and you went down to fight them, and you put the kid in a chokehold, and I was in Kill front clutch, of them. We didn't even realize clutch. they had a gun. Do you Lamp, think, do you think any kids nowadays would be prepared for that?
2: Well, now, yes. th- let me ask you this, Tom. Let's flip the table now. You got two parents that are very good parents. Rob's a good parent. Right. Bob's no, they're good incredible parent. parents. My both. brother's a great parent. So let's let's flip the table now. So now my question is to you, and I'm questioning myself now, is with our philosophy, because I respect Kurt. I've seen Kurt's kids. They're, the, right. they're angels. They're fucking incredible. angels. they um, choked you out. And, They've, but choked you my out. Philosophy They've choked is, you out on a couch. <laughs> it, oh, yeah. If my, kid, if my kid came home one day crying that he got into a fight... I I know myself. I'm not going to be the type of guy. It's okay. We're going to work through to somebody like, no, you fucked up. Like you turn around and you go back there and you defend your fucking honor. That's what you do. That's what we do in this house. You go back out there. Does that make us a bad parent today? That's what we got to think about. Mike, the other side of this that you have to think about is when your kid
3: goes back to school and beats the fuck out of the bully, which I totally agree with doing do it. I've given my son the exact same advice. Go ahead, fucking smack now the shit Now you're facing out of them. a lawsuit. Exactly. From an eight-year-old?
0: That's the new America, yes. The, the parents The people on the sue. other
3: side are the exact pussies that we're talking yep. about. Just be aware of that. Like We might be hard asses, raise the kid to be a hard ass, but as soon as he smacks somebody like, like one of these kids, then we got a fucking problem. The parents
0: will literally, in lab, this is, how, this is probably why it's better off to me and you don't have kids right now, because <laughs> the parents will turn around and they'll talk to the kids and your kid or our kid would say, Daddy told me to go punch him in the face. And then the parents will be like, this is bullying. This is the the bully culture. This is the, and they will sue us. Like that's the new America that the pussies are winning across the board. The weak uh, I, are winning. I, I just can't
2: understand this, dude. It's,
0: I, it's, it's the wiping out of a generation and, you know, a uh, a type of society that has been successful?
5: Well, it's because they have a weapon now. Their weapon is social media right, lawsuits. Both, all all three you guys, I want you anyone.
2: to be cognizant of this the next couple of days. I don't know how much you guys are going to go out, but I want you to, if you go out, and you, you, you see a friend or you see people on the street or you're just meeting anybody, shake their hand. And look how different the handshakes today have changed. Mm. My father told me, my grandfather told me, no matter what, when you shake somebody's hand, even if it's for a second, you shake it hard, you look them in the eyes, and you make it feel like you're honored to meet that person. Today, you have shaking people's hands in the gym, they do it with one finger, they're looking away. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I've been asleep, but I just feel like it's changed within... A couple of years. It's been, dude, have it's you been ever reached few-
3: out recently for a handshake and somebody tries to fist bump you? Well, the, yeah. and
2: you know what that is? That's germaphobe.
0: Right. Everyone's it's, afraid it's, of everything. everything. I want to smack
3: society. them. I don't even
2: know what to do. I'm like...
0: The new the society fuck? is everyone's just afraid of the 1%. The 1% is taking over society because the 1% is... Like, dude, look at racism, for instance, right? When you look at something like racism, we grew up in a pretty transitional time those we were all on this pod are between 35 and 45 right so we all grew up in that transitional time where we didn't have internet when we were younger but we had it when we're older we didn't have all the me too protest stuff when we were younger but we have it when we're older we didn't have cell phones but we have cell phone so we we actually are the best demographic to judge the difference because we've been on both sides right so we've seen both sides and evolved through both sides if you look at something like racism Wouldn't you guys say, the four of you, because there is just a race war going on in America right now, an absolute race war going on in America. Wouldn't you say that right now you hear the N-word from white people 5,000 times less than when you were younger? Of course. And it's not just started with Black Lives Matter or anything like that a year and a half ago. As every year that's gone by, people have naturally gotten less racist, less homophobe, White guys dating black girls, black girls, girls dating white guys, Spanish guys dating Asian girls like that has just slowly become normal over the 40 years of our life. And now at the time where we are the most inclusive as a society, we are literally the most divided by race because of the one or two percent. The dude in Alabama, those that's because that's what the media wants. And the media takes that weird one percent and shoves it down our throat as this is the new normal, and it starts a war amongst the other 99. What's crazy is we're
5: probably by far the least racist country in the world. Who? Yeah, it's not <laughs> even and close. I don't even think it's Who close. Who is? Us. 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 The least? Yes. Least. It's not even close. And I crazy, don't even dude. think it's close. Not even close, Lab. The
2: difference with the reason why it seems the least is because – People think things, but because of society, because of social media, and because of the Me Too movements, and this and that, people are afraid to speak their minds, and that's the fact.
0: Now, Rob, what were you going to say?
3: I was going to say that, and Kurt, I'm putting you in a bad spot, because if the answer is no, then you're in a bad position, but (laughs) I promise you, my children, my kids go to school with Hispanics, with Asians, Mm -hmm. with Indians, with Blacks. Like it is just this. When Melting I grew up, popular. I went to school with white kids. Like right. I knew the two black kids in my high school by name. I still know their names, right? Like right. there was not a lot of diversity where I grew up. But my kids, I mean, it is as diverse as you could ever imagine. And you know, my son will talk about his buddy Rico or wh- whatever their names are, and it's nothing to him. He has absolutely no idea, Con- no,
2: no thought, consciousness nothing. of. Race. But that's good. It shows culture. Great. But That's why now like,
0: when this is happening, when everything is fucking good and kids the, don't look at race, even even people our age who were racist or less racist, right? Like everything is progressing in a positive manner. Why are we starting the race war now?
2: Because the media and the, the news is the bad news. That's what it should be called. The bad news. They need something. They don't want us to get along. And it's well, a this shame. Is,
0: this all comes with you could tie this all back. And Kurt, I know you want to jump in. This could all tie us back. To the whole destruction of our society, the weakening of our society, the turning us into zombies, turning us in the fucking brainwashed fucking people who hate each other so that there can be some massive takeover, which you could either call it the Bilderberg group and this powerful group of people who want one world government and one world currency. You can talk about aliens. You could talk about, you know, um, people who have agendas like Soros, like whatever it is. There's obviously this intent. You could talk about the rest of the countries in the world who are sick of America being the world power and want to take us down. And the easiest way to do it is from within. But there is definitely a weakening of society and we're allowing it to happen. And the Internet is the crutch, which is allowing that. Kurt, you had a couple things you want to say.
5: Yeah, but it's kind of because the liberal movement, right? Right. So this is their this is their thing. They're spearheading all this because I don't know. They want to complain. But that's the same thing where what white privilege came from. Yeah. What's white privilege? white privilege is racism right. you're basically telling me i got to where i am today because i'm white even though you know nothing about me and have no idea how hard i've worked it's right?
0: it's it's incredible let me play this for those people that haven't heard it yet so tell me if you guys can hear this i'm not going to play the whole thing this is uh david webb uh who has worked for fox he's got a show on sirius xm called the patriot and the lady you're going to hear speaking is from CNN also, uh, from CNN. David Webb is not CNN. He's Fox. The lady from CNN is a guest on his show. She's an African-American lady who calls in as a CNN analyst to David Webb. Listen to this real quick. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but listen to this. across different parts of the
1: media world, done the work so that I'm qualified to be in each one. I never considered my color the issue. I considered my qualifications the issue. Well, David, you know that—that's a whole another long conversation about white privilege and things that you have the privilege of doing that people of color don't have the privilege of. How do I have the privilege your... of white privilege? David, by virtue of being a white male, you have white privilege. This is a Whole long conversation. I don't have time to uh, get into. I hate to break it to I you, to invite... but you should have been better prepped. I'm black. Okay oh my God. And you went to white privilege. This is a falsehood in this. You went immediately with an assumption. your people obviously or you didn't look. you're talking to a black man who started out in rock radio in Boston who crossed the paths into hip hop rebuilding one of the greatest black stations in America and went on to work for Fox News, where I'm told apparently blacks aren't supposed to work but yet you come with this assumption and you go to white privilege. David, That's actually David, insulting. It is, and I apologize because my people gave yeah, me wrong backs information. They, they told well, the me, the they whole white privilege thing is David, insulting. Can I, can I apologize and correct the record? I want to apologize. I was given wrong information about you, and I apologize. But based on my so color, I, you were going to something that I was part of, and just to add
0: to it, my family background. So that is the perfect example of America 2018.
5: But that's my exact point. She just assumed he's white and claimed white privilege. That's why he is where he is. We don't judge people anymore
0: by who they are as a person. Part of the reason why is because you don't get to know people because no one talks to each other. It's not culture anymore. It's basically just it's this weak culture. It goes. You could tie this to nine year olds walking around the block. You could tie this to social media. You could tie it to the Internet. You could tie the fact that everyone is weak and this whole entire culture is weak. That when we did something wrong, lab, when you went to school and you fucked up, did your mom believe you were the teacher?
2: It depends. I was a bad (laughs) kid. (laughs) Teacher every time. Right. Like you never
0: went, even if you were right. Right, Rob. If you were right and you went home and said, Mom, you're 12 years old. Mom, I didn't do anything. I promise you. They just they just suspended me. I got you remember, Kurt. Mom used to have to pick me up in the hallway or outside of school, literally every week for something I did wrong. And it was mom, I didn't do anything. The first response, get in the fucking house. Like you were never right. They never no. even listened to your fucking side, right, Rob? Never. I wasn't even allowed to begin the story. My dad would just slap right. me. You the were teeth. never right. So <laughs> so nowadays it's like, well, baby, tell me what happened. And you're letting a kid fucking justify instead of believing a parent. And that type of weakness, that type of training kids and training people that, you know what, if you feel you were wronged, then let's hear you out is basically what's destroying the entire society. So you have these weak people who feel like they're not where they want to be. So they turn around and look to the right and go, well, I have built in excuses right here. Everyone on TV is saying that African-Americans are being oppressed. Everyone on TV is saying that women are being oppressed and held out of the media and not getting paid equal. And everyone on TV is saying this. So instead of me fighting through it, I'm just going to fucking sit back and go, this is bullshit and walk around with my picket sign instead of fighting through the drama that's going on. And you see situations like this happening every day to where now we are the devil. And I've said this before, I am being punished for the sins of my great-grandfather and his great-grandfather. I did nothing. I did nothing to be grouped into this white privilege category except grow up without a father, dead fucking broke. Like the Kurt who's on this pod. Yet I get called white privilege on Twitter every fucking day.
5: But you know who it's coming from. It's coming from like feminists and what are the manimists, whatever they're called. (laughs) That's who it's coming from the most. It's the most vocal, but it's it's more of an excuse. It's 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 like, oh, you got where you are because you're a white male. You got where you are because you're this, even though they know nothing about you.
0: Right. And we don't we're afraid, like Mad Lab said before, Lab, when you said, right, like people people are afraid to even address the other side of the issue. Like we're we're talking about freedom of expression and free speech. But this is actually all a hindrance of free speech. If I'm only allowed to speak about one side of an issue, and if I'm not with the kind of left wing narrative that's going through, and if I have an opinion that's different than that, I get shunned and bashed, right? So, is there really free speech if we can't talk about topics like a lot of the stuff that happened in the Me Too movement with a lot of these female actresses? No one's ever brought up once that why are you sucking dick for a movie role, right? Like, yes, if the guy said you have to suck my dick to get this movie role. Why are you doing it? My grandmother wouldn't have done that. My great-grandmother wouldn't have done that. My mother wouldn't have done that. Why are we not talking about the fact that some of these actresses went and did, and it's unfortunate that that's what they had to do to get that role, but that's been going on for decades, and it's wrong, and it's good that that's stopping, but maybe you waited until your career was over and you cashed in all those multimillion-dollar checks before you decided to come out. No one can talk about that because now you're a fucking anti-Me Too and you're a fucking rapist and you're this and that. That's the problem with society. We can't have open dialogues about both sides of an issue.
3: Well, the problem is, and I'm not going to argue one side or the other on white privilege. The real problem is, is who controls the narrative And so if you're these weak people who are playing the fucking candy crush and doing the 10 year challenge, I'm sorry, you're weak. If you're doing those things, you're fucking who's controlling your narrative. It's jackasses like fucking uh, actors and singers and Kanye West of the world that are controlling the narrative. And you got your head buried in a phone and up your fucking ass that you believe it. So, I mean, it's it's this whole system it's the whole system and the cycle that is is right now it's made to make you poor weak fat and stupid that's the entire circle poor fat weak stupid
2: it's true but who's controlling it yeah but, you, but the whole thing about it too is you could take Church that and you could put it into every element of life every element of today the whole thing with the like i mean you tommy just mentioned about the freedom of speech and stuff it's very easy to go on a, a twitter thing and see somebody write something and just Put your thoughts in on Twitter because half of these people don't even have their faces on Twitter and they don't even have their real name so they can get away with it. But if you're in the person's face, they won't do it. The same thing with men and women. The same thing with friendships and relationships. Men go on Instagram and they see these girls. What do they want? They I don't care. Half of these guys, I don't care what kind of personality she has. I don't care what she is. She's got big tits. She's got a fake ass. She's got this. That's what I want. But... The same thing with women. Women see these guys. Oh, they're fucking doing this. They're doing that. But meanwhile, you have no idea who they are, but the visual of it and the the, the, uh, the this, this whole systematic program that uh, the the world wants you to see and how you're supposed to be and how you're supposed to live. Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to have. But they don't look past... This guy's a super great guy. He's a loyal guy. He's an honest guy. Or this woman is a great girl. She knows how to cook. She knows that she comes from old school values. People just forget that now. And they go by the narrative of what you're supposed to do with these commercials. And you're supposed to look this way. And you're supposed to act like this. And you want society to think that you're with this girl and this guy that are so wanted. And, and, And people feel left out. So instead of being a fucking... Instead of being a lion and being on your own and carrying on by your own and having your own values... You decide to run with the fucking pack and 90% of the people, men and women run with the pack. And that's what pussies this fucking country. And that's but just the whole narrative.
5: The whole narrative is racist and sexist in itself. Cause everyone's judging everyone just based like that lady did. She said you were afforded opportunities that I'm not. She just assumed he's white and assumed he was afforded opportunities that she wasn't.
0: Well, and, and then right? that's so, the thing. The biggest problem is, and this comes with communication. This comes with getting to know people like, do you know how many times I've gotten called a Nazi on Twitter? Well, that's another thing. I mean, like, 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 first of all, think about the words you're using. You're not even using racist. You're not even using, like, you're using words like Nazi.
3: Like, you should and, probably uh, take down the swastika flag behind you. While you're <laughs> <in the argument. laughs> but I mean, It's so funny because dude, I've been out with all of you. All of you have been out with me, and we, I've been
0: out with all of you. I've never seen a situation once or even close to it amongst the fucking four of us being out, where one of us went, ah, nah, dude, stop talking to that dude. He's he's Asian. You know, stop talking to that girl. She's black. Like, I've never seen that once. Whoever's yeah, sitting next to me, whatever race they are, if they're cool, we're going to chill that night. If they're gay, we're going to chill that night. If they suck, we're not. If you're cool, we're chilling, no matter what you are. If you suck, we're not, no matter what you are. And the the whole thing is like, We're grouping, which is very dangerous, what Kurt's talking about. We're grouping everyone into, like, three boxes. Like, you're either a Trump supporter. Like, if you voted for Trump, that makes you every characteristic of the worst Trump person. So that dude in Alabama who drops the N-bomb all the time, and he fucking said, Don't come near my yard. Get out of here. You better not be bringing a black girl home to my house. And he's got a fucking flag up, and he's got a fucking hood on. Everyone is that guy because that guy voted for Trump. So you are this, this guilt, this adjacent association is the most dangerous thing in America right now. Grouping everyone into one box because of
5: one characteristic. Yeah, and, and that's the why the whole Southern narrative is racist because of that exact thing. So when you say Cam Newton sucks and everyone calls you a racist, right. and it's usually white people. Uh-huh. They're usually calling you racist because they feel that that race is inferior and they need to protect them. Their whole movement is racist and they don't even realize it. And the funniest thing is they
0: call me racist when then they'll ask me, who is your favorite quarterback? And you guys know it's Russell Wilson. So it's like you you don't understand what racism is. If you're racist, that means you hate all things of this race and none of it is okay. It's not like you can't be racist towards Cam Newton and not Russell Wilson. You can't be racist towards fucking Le'Veon Bell and not Bo Jackson. Like you hate all blacks, you hate all Asians, you hate all gays. Like there's no, there's yeah, no but you know what? There's also
2: there's also a, a, a thing if you want to flip it. That's it's kind of not true because there's whites and there's white trash. Of course, you know what I mean. There's what there is white trash. Like like if you if you go down, I hate
0: white trash more than anything, anything. in the world. That's what anything. I mean. Any other type of brand of human, white trash is the thing I hate the most. Right? Like, I hate Rob
3: because he's white trash. Sense. Brand of human. I love that. Brand <laughs> right. of human.
0: But it's like there's no such thing as individuality anymore. Like, do you understand how, like, saying the future is female? Like, that's it's sexist. That, that's sexist. Right. Like, you're basically saying, hey, we were oppressed by men, whether it's true or not. We were oppressed by men. And men kept us out, which wasn't fair. And you shouldn't do that to anyone. You shouldn't take a certain sex and make them less and push the narrative for a different sex to be in power. So now that we are getting our crack at being equal, we are going to do the same thing to you. It's like an eye for an eye. Now you're going to be the oppressed, and it's okay, though. Meanwhile, it's the same thing. You're doing the same thing that you were saying was wrong to other people. Society right. isn't about just rotating. Like, that's not what this is. This isn't supposed to be just, oh, okay. well, the whites had their time and then the Jews were oppressed. So now the Jews take power and the whites go down and then the blacks were oppressed. So now it's their time. Like, that's not how it works. This isn't a rotating wheel where it's like, oh, well, if your ancestors were bad people, now you're a bad person because you're the same color as someone who owned a slave 200 years ago. It's fucking ridiculous.
5: Yeah, so that's kind of like the Gillette commercial now where it's attacking males. Don't even get me started on that. Oh, my God. <laughs> that <laughs> fucking commercial. Rob, did
0: you see this commercial yet?
3: Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> of course you liked it. You fucking idiot. What do you mean you I like? did.
0: How does he have ten thousand followers and I have four hundred? He does not have ten thousand followers. I would like to set the record straight. That MLB <laughs> model does not yet have ten thousand followers. <laughs> the that alcoholic. Tommy, I me mean,
2: people about this commercial.
0: That was a. Let mis- me
3: tell you why I like the commercial. No, well, explain, explain to them the first. commercial. Explain
0: I don't them. know explain if he's trolling commercial. or not. Hold on. You want me to pull it up and play
2: it? Well, they, they, no, they, they can't hear. fucking see us. It's too no. long. It's like a no, but you and can and hear half. it. No,
5: but you got to. What is
3: it? I'll explain it. So the commercial essentially is, you remember the old Gillette commercials where the guy was getting some coos, right? Where she like kisses him on the cheek, the best a man can get. Like everybody knows the whole fucking thing, right? Uh, So this one, they show them sort of in the, in that like, remember the classic Apple ad where they smash the screen? So they kind of stole this from Apple, but they run through the screen and it's a, Kids chasing somebody, bullying them. Then it shows uh, the Me Too kind of stuff. So basically it's like men weren't always that great, but you can get better. The best a man can get means evolving or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to know why I like the commercial first?
0: Yeah. Why?
5: I think he's serious. He is. No, he's weird, I'm,
0: dude. He's weird. He's got he's weird, t- he's got weird <laughs> takes on weird things. Like he'll, he'll be s- – No, I'm curious see, to see, hear this. But, right. But this is what makes Rob an individual – and that he has very varying takes on very different topics. So well, Rob, and I knew
3: I would get attacked by all of you guys by saying this. So I'm not just saying this to be a hot take. What is Gillette's sole fucking purpose in life? To shave your fucking reasons. face. Right. To make money. So if they think that this ad is going to make them money. It's capitalism, and I fucking agree with it. Do anything you think you have to do that's going to drive sales to your product. It's a product, and I don't give a fuck how they sell it. So if the commercial needs to be that, something else, a guy shaving his fucking legs, if they think that that is what's going to sell the most product, God bless. It's capitalism. Do whatever you got to do. I don't have to buy your fucking product, but if that is your market, and you think that is the market to attack, I'm good with it.
5: He's actually
2: right. Yeah, but that's in not the, the point. The point is: to, Do you agree with the message to the brand?
3: I agree with the bullying message for sure. Like I but think he's saying I, it doesn't I, matter. I think I agree with that message. But I'm saying you could have fifty guys shaving their legs, and if they think that that is their market and that's where they're going to make their most money, ah, do whatever you want. It's yeah, but isn't the weird Good thing
5: it, that they went exactly against their demographic? Right, that's what's weird about it. Like, like the, exactly the, the, the opposite Cap-
0: way. The Kaepernick thing made sense, right? Because. I still the jury is out whether that ends up being a positive or a negative long term, but at least it made logical sense. Like, OK, Nike it is really positive. They probably no, but they probably looked at their demographics. They saw the movement. They did some research saying, you know what, if we can even if we lose some of these, you know, southern racists or whatever, people who are anti-Kaepernick. Who I mean, listen, but I you just never
5: want to separate your um, customers. Right. There's um, no reason to. But
0: I mean, you, you never know. There is a reason to sometimes, you know. Like there is, I mean, BET is one of the best channel, one of the most popular channels on television, right? So it it doesn't mean you're necessarily excluding all those other people because even if you're anti-Kaepernick, I still bought Nikes. I think Kaepernick's stance is stupid. I think it's garbage and all that, but I still bought Nikes because a lot of people, like probably only ten percent of people, will take a stand against a company or product. I bought Nikes
3: yesterday because they were nice. Right? Exactly. Like Like if my
0: my shoe that I want to buy is a Nike and I like it, I'm going to buy it. You know, 90% of people are going to do that. 10% are going to say, I'm never buying Nikes again. So with Gillette, if they can go get this whole feminist movement to get behind them and say, Every, if you're a feminist or if you're against bullying, you need to buy Gillette, those are the people that are like 100% will boycott a product, the po- protesters. So if you find the protesting group and you cater to them, and can get all of the protesting group buying your product, you're still going to have three or four of us on this panel who are going to still buy Gillette and not even realize we bought Gillette. We just Whoa. bought it because it was there. So and this keep- is
3: incredibly sexist, but who buys these razors for men? I'll tell you who buys it at my house. I don't go to the fucking grocery yeah. store and buy them. My wife brings home the razors. So like, as sexist as that might be, My wife, if she sees that commercial, she might buy me Gillette razors. Here's what bothers
5: me. I'm not into fakeness, and this is fake, right? Right. They don't give a fuck about anything they just preached, yet they think they're better than everyone else and preached it. Virtue signaling on some level. Yes. It's 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 the definition of virtue signaling. Right. And, and, and that's what bothers me because they don't give a fuck about what they just preach. So there's two different missions
0: here, right? There's the capitalism mission where do what's best for your brand and for your product, which I, I right, agree they saw with. what happened to Nike. I, they're like, oh, we got to get on this. I agree with Rob 100 percent on that. But then there's the bigger issue, right? Like, should I do whatever's best for Guru Elite, even if it's immoral? So I personally think it's immoral to push a narrative that you don't fully believe in just to get money from it. Can't you make so that? So would you argument? ever
5: do a commercial like that for Girl? No.
0: No, even if you told me it's going to up our sales by 50%, I would never do it because I feel like I have a responsibility as someone who does have a voice nationally and does have a, a fairly significant following which hopefully will get even bigger that my biggest motive right now in society is yes, I want to make myself money and everyone else money and all that, but my biggest motive is to eventually be able to be a voice to enact change against this social bullshit that's happening. Like I don't feel there's enough people like us who are going out there going fuck your movement, fuck this, fuck that. Like let's just all, you know, like I want to be that person going forward. So no, I wouldn't hijack my morals for for yeah. An I
5: extra- don't need Gillette to tell me how to be a man. Yeah, who the That's fuck are you? That's basically my problem.
0: I just I just hate virtue signaling in general. But MadLab, are you going to buy Gillette razors tomorrow?
2: Well, <laughs> <Bro>, I just <laughs> I, I, I just think this boils down to the whole. Uh, it's just another leg, another fucking leg, dude. And it's like. I get it Rob is 100% right from a marketing standpoint from a from a money standpoint but it's because they know now this is the demographic there is more pussies out there mm-hmm. than there are fucking men. I mean, if you look at the commercial, I mean, listen, I know they had to take them off the, the air and shit like that, but back in the day with the camel cigarette commercials and the, right. uh, the, the, the the jeans commercials for Levi's, you know, guys were getting muddy and guys were getting dirty. Now in this commercial, you see guys in fucking salmon-colored fucking La shirts, <laughs> kneeling down with dockers <laughs> on, talking to their kids, g- talking about Gillette. Now one guy has a beard in it. Now one guy has a goatee in it. It's all clean-shaven, parted to the fucking side, and it's basically them saying, come on, let's keep weakening the so, so what's gonna happen next? we are gonna have a Folgers commercial. The guy's gonna wake up, it's gonna be early in the morning. Take a sip of your coffee and go outside and think about if you're gonna bully somebody today. Or, <laughs> or, 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 or seriously, or an Irish spring commercial. A guy's in the fucking shower smiling, uh, you know, uh, at the end of the d- you know, in the morning. You know, think about when you're watching yourself today, you're gonna smell so good and you're just gonna be nice to everybody. Like it's just it's it's fucking ridiculous at this it's, point, bro. It's, it's, it's and it's making me fucking awesome. nauseous. I'm gonna tell you equal. right now, I will not buy a Gillette razor now. I'm just telling you. Wow. Hard stand. I'm not either.
0: Uh, But see, here's the thing with me. I would say, no, I'm not. Not because of the messages. Like, I'm not for bullying and for against women having equal rights. Like Kurt said, I'm against bullshit virtue signaling. That's the biggest problem in America. That's the number one problem in society. Weakening this fucking, like, you know, I have so many different angles on this. But, like, when something goes on in Paris and they had, like, the Paris bombings, and everyone's all over fucking Twitter, like, changing their banners, like,
2: pray for Paris. Pray, like,
0: yeah. oh my, like fuck, shut the fuck up. Like, shut the fuck up. You forgot about that three minutes later. All you're doing is making a post saying, look at me. Look at me. Mean, look like, how good a person I am. Look how You don't give a fuck. The, that night, did you not sleep that night? People, like, I, I posted the thing about the dude who snapped his leg, uh, Alan Hearns, in the Dallas game. And I was like... Of all the people who just went out and said, say a prayer for Alan Hearns, how many of them actually said a prayer? Right. Out of 100 people who tweeted prayers for Alan Hearns with the, the prayer emoji, if you guys had to guess, how many of those 100 people who said pray for Alan Hearns actually stopped before they sent that tweet and said a 30-second prayer for Alan Hearns?
3: 3%. Only, only 10 of them actually believed in God. When they
0: right, said. exactly. None <laughs> of them did it. Like two, Right. But
2: why are we encouraging this behavior? Well, if- this is what I would agree with. I would agree with this. This is the message. That if they had this a message, that, and not even a commercial, just a message that came on like back in the day when we were kids, we had that this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs. If they had a commercial about bullying, and, it, and we, it was just like a commercial about bullying, and then at the very, very end, it said, this message has been brought to you by Gillette. That's it. I would have been like, you know what, cool. And why, Rob? Why isn't Gillette giving? if they're so worried and concerned about it, all these things? Why aren't they at the end of the commercial saying, we're going to donate you know, X, a small percentage of your purchase to this foundation? Fuck a
0: small percentage. F- Honestly, here's where I'll get behind like, it. Think about it. Donate How much fucking do half of it. Donate fifty percent of it. If you want to make this your fucking name now, then donate fifty percent of the fucking purchases. So, Rob, that's
2: like us coming on to Guru Elite and saying we don't agree with this, we don't agree with that, we don't agree with this. So, you must like me as a person, buy our product, but we're not doing nothing. We're not. We're not giving to a foundation. We're not. We're not giving a percentage to you know a bully foundation or or, or, or a human rights foundation. We're just telling you.
1: Foundation? Oh, absolutely. I'm sure what
2: there, there are hundreds, the <laughs> hundreds of them. <it.
1: laughs>
3: I, I cannot agree with, more with you, Mad Lab, in that. You know, that's that maybe they maybe you need to call their marketing people. They should give a clip of this to a bullying association or something. What like were you that. gonna say?
5: But hold on a second, because we have two sides here. Tom, you said you would never do a Guru Elite commercial. Rob said he liked the commercial and it would drive sales. Rob, would you do the commercial?
3: Uh I, if I was assessing. The a hesitation. Target... No, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> what these people did was they assessed target say they they set they texted us. A segment of a target of a population that they wanted to target right so they decided that this is the segment which is a popular segment right now and if the marketing firm came up with this and they said you know what this this target demographic here they're going to be turned on your product now i'd sign off
1: on nope oh tom
5: can you overthrow him if he does sign off on that I, i think i don't know
1: <laughs> hard stance yeah, on a hard, yeah, hard stance quite on a battle.
0: I don't know. We'd probably have to
5: take it to the board. If anyone from
2: Gillette's listening right now, if you really believe in, this, I would overthrow this because I
0: would believe, just quit the company. So yeah, if you, if you
2: really could. believe in this, Gillette, if you really fucking believe in this, then do yourself a favor, make a new commercial and say you're you, you're going to give a portion of your sales of all sales towards a foundation that you're speaking of. Then I'll fucking you're buy into it. Agree with. They that. don't give a fuck.
0: I don't, man, I I just, I wouldn't hijack. I wouldn't hijack my company because it's selling out, right? Like the question is, would you sell out? No, but right? right. is that what you're basically what? asking,
2: Kurt? No, no, no he's I get not what though. you're saying, Lab. Lab. I'm no, not no, but what George. happens if someone beat the shit, if Peyton was getting bullied, and then you're like, I've had it. This is happening to my niece and nephew too much. I, I would go beat the shit out of him. I
0: wouldn't start a campaign. No, no, no,
2: no. Hold on a second. But if you did a campaign and said, I want to do a fund for a bully foundation, that's understandable because it's something there that's is near no, and dear dude, to your the heart. The
0: bullying thing is so funny right now because – there's so much less – like, everyone declares bullying on everything. I was on a text thread just yesterday where I, I was not even a part of the conversation. I won't say who was a part of the conversation. It was no one that you guys know. But there was men and women on the text thread, and uh, the woman got mad, rightfully so. The man said something, not even about the woman, just, he was just being an idiot. And the woman said uh, this and that. Like, you're insensitive and attacked him. And then he said, fuck you. And then she said, I'm not going to take your bullying and bu-. – like – People are throwing around the word bullying, throwing around the word harassment, racism, Nazi, fucking all these words are being thrown around in situations where it's just like it's not really bullying. Like that's not bullying. If someone if you walk down the hall and someone shoves you and then you keep walking like that happened to us every day, whether we were the shover or the Chevy, like you don't need a whole campaign around it uh, when it's now there are serious situations of this and I get it. Believe it or not, most of the bullying that takes place is through the outlet that's complaining about the bullying. You want to stop bullying? Eliminate social media. That's the danger I, is bullying, right? I'll give you the
1: best. Story, and social so- media
0: is the thing that's accentuating that we need to stop bullying. When the way to stop bullying is eliminate social media, anonymity. Bullying through anonymity, knowing there's no repercussions, is the biggest problem with bullying. If the, if everyone on Twitter had to put their full name. First name, last name, and address on their fucking Twitter profile like like Facebook used to be, right? When you used to see where you went to high school, where this and that. And you had to have all your information verified by Twitter so that if you bullied someone, they could find out who you are and where you live. You'd cut social media bullying into Look at that a bazillionth tomorrow. Look at that and finger. you Look have that to finger. have a picture of yourself. You cannot have a picture of Michael Jordan. You have to have a picture of yourself where you went to high school and your first and last name and what town you live in and social media bullying stops. So if you really want to end the fucking problem, end it. Stop with all this fucking virtue signaling bullshit trying to accelerate it. Well, it
5: wasn't, I didn't have the camera. What are you pointing at? I keep watching I'm your fingers. those fingers waving around. Um, fingers fucking just waving.
2: <laughs> fucking. I feel like I'm in Fantasia. I think I look like a magic wand. <laughs>
5: Put some <laughs> lights on those things. Look at that. So, That's so pretty. Yo, do you notice
2: when he gets mad? He, he oh. uses his middle finger. He reminds you of the guy from Cannonball Run, the doctor, with the finger when he puts it by your nose.
0: My hands are like that thing in the gas station, that big blow-up thing that goes like Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the stop bullying thing. Tommy. Yeah. Check but my I mean, oil. Don't That's you agree? Like, Holy if you really shit. want to stop bullying, make everyone put their face to whatever they're saying.
3: No, listen, I'll give you the best example. So my wife's a kindergarten teacher, right? So the kids that are five, the parents are like literally like fucking, what, 26, 27 years old, like kids, right? So uh, one kid hit another kid in class. Good. And she gets an email that... Johnny is bullying. Her is getting bullied. Hit him. When I was in kindergarten, I had. I remember I had a girl in there. She bit me like every fucking day. This girl bit me. Did did my mother ever think I was being bullied? No. Oh, it's kids. It's fucking kids. This This is is what kids do. Being an asshole. A five-year-old doesn't bully another. I was probably bullying the girl. That's why she was biting the fuck out of
5: me. (laughs) I mean, it's
0: everyone is jumps to these terms like.
5: These fucking Kurt, you talk about this. Yeah, because the they're bulletproof. Though the terms, right. when you say Cam Newton sucks, they say you're racist. It's bulletproof. Right, nothing bad can happen to that guy. Because how, how do I? How do I? How do
0: I prove otherwise? But and what they've done is they've taken all our resources out. Right, like I've actually been um, told, you know, you're racist, and how do I justify that? Because now I say, well, I have multiple black friends. Now that's like a negative. Oh, of course, every white person. No, you have to
5: say based on what? Because they have no facts or anything to prove that you're racist. There's no
0: way to justify you're not racist anymore. I can't say that I have many black friends who will come on. Like, what am I going to go call my African-American friends and have them fucking come on Twitter and tweet for me? Like, it's bulletproof because I can't prove that. How do you prove you're not? You can't prove yeah, but you're not something. It's
5: funny because, again, they're the ones being racist. Right. You're saying a player sucks, and they're bringing
0: race into it. The perfect it. example. Let's broach this since we're on these topics. This is something everyone's been afraid to fucking talk about. Oh, boy. Okay? Do you guys know where I'm going? Oh, it's recent.
5: Nope, but I'm no. afraid. Michelle Obama's a man. What is it? Michelle Obama being a man.
0: No, we already know Michelle Obama's a man. I've talked about that too much. <laughs> Does anyone want to talk about the coaches who've been fired in the NFL recently?
5: Only if you're racist.
0: Right? You're not allowed to talk about it, right? I had an argument at a bar the other day about this. They called it Black Monday, right? Because five black coaches were fired on Monday, okay? First of all, everyone's afraid to talk about it. I'll start it right here, and I'll say it. Hugh Jackson was maybe the worst coach in the history of the NFL. Can we all agree with that? Yeah, I do. Like, forget black or white. Was Hugh Jackson a good football coach, considering he was like 0-32, and then fucking he gets out, and now all of a sudden the Browns almost made the fucking playoffs, right? So Hugh Jackson was dog shit, okay? Todd Bowles, I'm a Jets fan. Kurt, you're on a thread with three Jet fans, with me, Bobby, and others. Do any of us like Todd Bowles? No. Todd Bowles is a fucking abortion of a coach, right? Vance Joseph of the Denver Broncos. Horrific coach. Marvin Lewis. Had 16 years, I think, with the Bengals. Never won anything. And when I say which team has the most felonies of any team in the NFL, what's the first thing you think of? Yeah, so Raiders The Raiders are the Bengals, but it's Raiders. really the Bengals. Every offseason, it's a joke. Five the whole Bengals go- defense. The whole defense goes to jail. The whole defense – like he can't, he's not, hasn't done a good job, and he hasn't gotten wins. And then you have Steve Wilkes, who successfully turned David Johnson into a waiver wire pick in half a season. So, like, who of those people – and we can even talk about Mike Tomlin with you, Rob, if you want – who of those coaches didn't deserve to be fired? I get it. It's unfortunate. You also had Dirk Cutter, who was white. You also had Adam Gase, who was white. You had Mike McCarthy, who was white. But honestly, of every coach that was fired, I don't think one of those coaches, you could argue Gase, I think, but I don't think one of those coaches could have even made a remote argument to have kept their job. Do, do, any, of you, do any of you think any of these guys were fired because of color?
5: No. Not at no, all. but it was all over Twitter, right? Because
0: it's the easy narrative
5: to jump right, on. Right, because it's bulletproof, and you'll get likes by saying it. If I go on the BOD Twitter account right now and say, man, I love black people, I'll get 36 likes, right? Right. Because I everyone I, wants I to feel like... What?
4: <laughs> I
0: said the under.
5: <laughs> but people want to be a part of the virtue signaling. So when they someone says, oh, this is horrendous, how many black coaches are getting fired on Twitter, everyone wants to like it say, oh, I feel so good about myself now. Right. Yeah.
4: And why, is, yeah, why aren't we saying, like, hey,
0: is isn't it a great thing that there were so many African-American coaches in the league to get fired? Like, why aren't we talking about the fact that, hey, we're at a time right now in society where there were more black coaches in the NFL right. than ever in history.
5: And it's everyone, never the positive.
0: And everyone's like, well, 70% of the players are black and only 20% of the coaches are black. Well, flip it around. Can't I argue? Why are only 25% of the players in the NFL white? Right. Why can't I make that? Because oh, you're not allowed because you're white. And you can't. Like, it's the same thing. Like, hey, okay, we have the advantage on coaches. You have the advantage on players. Like, why does one side have a valid argument and the other doesn't? Well, you There's know no why? There's
3: no Rooney rule for players.
5: What's up? There's no Rooney rule for players.
0: Right. Like, why don't you have to try out a white running back?
5: Before yeah, but why white are we hits? even counting? That's what I'm saying. Who counts? Count. Who cares? Who gives a shit? The best person gets a job at the time. Right. It, who cares? And, and is it is it real?
0: that there's probably some uh, owners that are racist. I mean, you could probably make that case considering most owners are 85-year-old yeah, white men. Like 90 years old. Right, of course.
5: So you can make that case. So I get but it. But a lot of them aren't hiring the coaches either. It's the GM. Right.
0: And the reality is that they still have all these African-American and Latino players on their team. So how racist can they really be if 80% of their team is African-American? Well,
5: isn't it according to LeBron the players are slaves? slaves. Yeah. 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 I, w- I, I would love guy. to
0: get paid like that type of slave. Samuel Trust me. <laughs> to play a That'd sport. be my dream to make $20 million to play a game. And that's the other
5: thing. It, it, it's showing like you don't even know what slavery is then. Right. If you're comparing getting paid $100 million to slavery. Dude, I, it, it demeans you know what I the love, actual lab, thing.
0: I would love all, everyone. Like all of us. all White, black, Spanish, whatever it is. I would love all of us. To have to, like, if we could just create this where every one of us has a sit down with our great, great grandparents, great, great grandparents, the ones you never met, right, who grew up in the fucking 1800s and then complain to them about shit that we think is wrong with society now. You don't
2: need to do that. You could you could even go up and just say your grandparents. Yeah.
0: Like, imagine imagine LeBron James claiming slavery to his great grandfather. Imagine sitting with his great-grandfather, who, whether he was a slave or not, doesn't matter. Just the shit that his great-grandfather had to go through, not being allowed in restaurants, not drinking at the same water fountains, sitting on different places at the bus, not being able to get a job anywhere, no, like literally treated like a subhuman species, right? Imagine LeBron James going to his great-grandfather and trying to make that argument. His great-grandfather would smack the shit out of him. And be and like, the you entitled, is... spoiled prick. Do you realize what you have? Do you realize what we fought for and what we had to go through to get you here for you still to be calling professional athletes slaves?
5: Because LeBron never had a job. Right. LeBron never worked at the deli stocking shelves in a walk-in for six hours. So he doesn't know what it means when someone says you're doing a <laughs> bad job. He just says, I'm not your slave. So it's the same thing with Trump, right? How many times have you heard Trump's Hitler?
0: Well, I mean, but is Trump anything near Hitler? The words are so crazy. Like when you're talking, this is what I said before. Everyone's a Nazi, slave, racist. CNN
5: throws out a word and everyone sticks it. These words are
0: being misused and they're becoming a part of the vernacular. Like, if you want to say... If I was
5: Jewish, I'd be offended.
0: If you you said African-American players are being taken advantage of or African-American players aren't being treated equal, that's one thing. But when you start saying slaves... Like, you make that the narrative around the country, and then basically the whole country gets fucked up. But, Rob, you have any takes on any of this? I know no, you're a big really. Mike Tomlin guy, so. Yeah,
3: I know, but the, the, the underlying premise that there was collusion involved, because the only way that you could, like, make an argument that there was, like, this great purge is that there was collusion involved and that there's some sort of plan to eradicate the, the black coaches from the, from the positions, it's fucking ludicrous. It's insane. They
0: just, listen. It's, you know, you you ever say, like, you have, like, a bad batch of coaches, right? Like, they they just happen to be black. These coaches that were fired just happen. None of them are good. You can't make an argument that any one of these coaches were good. They didn't have enough time. Black coaches aren't getting enough time. Marvin Lewis was there for 16 years. (laughs) Like, how much more time did Hugh Jackson need? He shouldn't even have started this season. He didn't win a game. Like, Like, what do you mean more time? Todd Bowles, like, has this young core... Four years, he's sucked and done nothing with it. Mike Tomlin, his whole team is a fucking mess right now. Like the, the, the whole nice team, thing. Mess. The nice
3: thing about the NFL and about these guys' jobs is there's a win-loss record to correlate with it. So I promise. But everyone you, ignores it. If you go ten and six or ten and seven or whatever, you're not losing your job. Right. Bottom line, I don't give a fuck what color you are. You're not losing your job. There's a scoreboard, so it's super easy.
5: I, I mean, I. I you have to prove racism. You can't just call someone a racist. Not anymore. You can't say anything. Not you have nowadays. to prove Not it. From nowadays, nowadays you
0: could just say it and it's reality. So, uh, Mad Lab, I want to let's switch gears here for a little bit. Um, you had a situation with a squirrel again.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking squirrel. <dude>.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> happened
2: again, ladies and gentlemen. So
0: tell everyone, dude, fucking wake up! First of all, you see him falling asleep now. You see him disappearing. No, dude, I'm this totally like fine, Saturday. dude. Kurt called it. Kurt said middle of the pod. Whenever he starts off hot, he starts to fucking. Disappear. Rob, we go
5: to Tom's on Saturday for the wild card game and then the divisional round. Yeah. Mad lab's asleep by halftime. Every time falling every asleep time. on the. Couch. I was literally. sick, Rob. I was. Oh, sick.
0: stop that shit. For two weeks. He's been <laughs> sick for seven months. The kid fucking literally like he had mono for a whole year. All he talks about is how he like my body is a fucking machine, and I cryogenics, and I study this, and I do this, and I eat this time of day, and I intermittent. Rob, fast, it's and the go- winter
2: time. I go to the gym. I leave sweating. I mean, come on. The Dad. kid
0: is sick.
2: Twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. That's not true. You're always sick. <laughs> it's not true.
0: Exactly, it's not true. It's an excuse for you
2: falling asleep because you're old. I'm old. I am old, dude. I'm fucking, dude. I'm 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 a mature adult. Nah, you're old. You're fucking ninety. Mature. Yeah. Uh, so
0: tell him what happened with the squirrel. So you had a situation where a squirrel fucking got on. Yeah. Your so hood. a
2: couple about a month ago, I had this situation. I think we talked about it on the first part, didn't we? Right. We talked. But some people, yeah. May not and, then, and then the same thing happened. I, uh, I was. Rob's three crazy fans are thing here was this time, so me and, and me and uh, Tommy <laughs> what up, Jim drove to Rockaway up, the day before. Um and the next and I was actually going to get an oil change in Rockaway. Remember. So Tommy's like, what are you going to get it up there for? I was like, yeah, you're right. I'll get it when I get home. The next day, I go for an oil change. the guy comes in to the room, and he's like, uh, come out here for a minute. Uh, when's the last time you opened up your hood? And I was like, it's a brand-new fucking truck. What do you mean? I was like, don't even tell me it happened again. Bro, there was a fucking nest in there. They chewed through my cover again. You want to talk about a Hitler, Hitler and stuff like that? This thing's like a Hitler squirrel on my truck. It's the only truck in the unit that they're targeting, dude. Like they don't target any other car but mine, and it turns out that Ford puts this soybean oil on their wires and their and their covers. That it's like cotton fucking candy for them. So wow. it cost me a thousand dollars the last time. This time I lucked out because they didn't get to my they didn't wires. The wires, right? Yeah, here. they just got to my cover. But now we're supposed to get snow, so I got to get a cover for it because of um, it'll pool, it'll puddle inside the engine once the snow melts. So, well, well, oh, Rob, have you, did you see the first time this happened to MadLab? Yep. When the squirrel ate through his fucking thing and yeah, his yeah. car was smoking.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, I saw. His car was smoking on the highway and he didn't know what happened. And then they found a fried squirrel. and yeah, so it fucking So to my engine. It happened again, okay, which is insane enough. But what I want to get to, Lab, is what you did, what your friend told you to do to spray on it, and then the outcome of that.
2: Um, All right, so what I did initially, I, I put, a, uh, I put a, a mixture of mint oil and red pepper flakes in a squirt <laughs> bottle. Right? And uh, that's what they said to do. I read it online. That's what they were saying to do. So I sprayed it on a t shirt um, and I, I wiped my engine down and then I sprayed it again and I put it under the fender of my truck all night so they would smell it, it would repel them away. So the next day I woke up and there was a branch in there, which means he was trying to get in there again. So I said, This is fucking ridiculous. And I was outside, I was cursing it. I was cursing by myself. Yeah, and my, I na- that. my neighbor comes out and he's like, Hey man, what's going on? this and apple, blah, blah, blah. And he's always flying these fucking drones outside. And uh, he's like, what's going on? I was like, no. And he, he's like, again? And I go, yeah. He goes, bro. He's like, use this, bro. He's like, because he's like, they hate cayenne pepper. So he gives me a bottle of pepper spray, you know, like mace,
4: mm-hmm.
2: but pepper spray. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? This is a fucking good idea. So I was like, roll up your window, you know, watch your face. And I I gave it a couple sprays on my engine. I wiped it down. I was like, this is fucking great. They, I, this is fucking pepper spray now. So, bro, I'm fucking driving in my fucking truck about 10 minutes later. My car's fucking, my truck is nice and heated. My eyes start burning. <laughs> 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 right, I start fucking tearing. My nose starts running.
0: You're basically at a
2: gas chamber at this point.
0: <laughs> the pepper spray coming through his vents on the highway.
1: So I got a
2: bro. I got a mixture of fucking peppermint oil, red pepper flakes, and fucking pepper spray coming through the vents of my fucking car, dude. I had a pullover on Route 17. I called Tommy, dude. I was blind. I couldn't he calls see me I up. Him. He's like,
0: "Yo," I'm like, "What's up?" He's like, "You'll never know what the fuck over, bro." I'm like, "Oh, calm down. What the fuck happened?" He's like, I'm like, did a squirrel eat through your thing for the third time? He's like, bro, I just pepper sprayed myself. <laughs> like, what do you mean? He's like, so I pepper sprayed my hood, and then I just pepper sprayed the engine, and I turned the air conditioning on, and pepper spray came in my face.
2: But the day before, and bro, and you got to see before I did the pepper spray, though, dude. For like two days, I stunk of peppermint oil, dude. Like I went on, a, I went on a date <laughs> with a this girl, mess, and I, I stunk of. Pe- I, I even warned her. I said, listen, I'm gonna smell like fucking. I'm gonna smell like a candle. <laughs> <party." laughs> Dude, the
0: things that happens to this kid, I thought my life was, like, crazy. The like, adventures like, of Mad Lab. Dude, the things that happen to him, the stories that he'll just call me up with, I'll just be like, this fucking
1: what? <laughs>
0: like, what do you mean? Like, how does this even happen to someone? Uh, Jesus. Rob, Rob had a video, Kurt. What was the idea? Rob want, Rob had a fucking advertising idea involving Mad Lab to promote. Oh, Rob, did you to want promote, to work out? By the way, promote to promote the, the new the MMA product? package, which is out. For those of you who are interested in getting the single best MMA mind in the entire world, we have just dropped the 2019 MMA package. You guys should definitely get over there. Check it out for MMA DFS. Um, it's just phenomenal. You're basically getting it for like $12 a month, I think it comes out to lab. And if yeah. you get all the articles, fight breakdowns, podcasts, chat room, uh, you're going to get the bets included there until March. We were going to optimizer take the now. Out. All together, but we're going to keep the bets in there for a month or two. What'd you say, Rob? Uh, the optimizer.
5: Optimizer, all that's included. So, uh, you got promo codes. You want those? Yeah, let's do it. Should we? Yeah. Use MMA10 or MMA365. Save 10 bucks. Save 10 balloons. Why 10 is there balloons. two different ones, Kurt? I yeah, think use whichever one, they'll both work.
3: What the fuck did they need too? Why would what just work?
5: Yeah, why is it? Yeah, it's why we it's fun like that. It's amazing. Like three, it's amazing. It's amazing though how Rob like how Rob had
2: such a good take on Gillette marketing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he really did. He made a lot of sense. When he, and and he had the worst fucking take in a fucking <laughs> promo that I've ever heard in my yeah,
0: life. Yeah, I want when he was on Kurt to explain this. Kurt, what? So, what are you talking but, about? What do so you mean? Rob what probably doesn't about? remember. What was Rob? No, idea? what
5: was the say the promo? What? Who? Mad Lab was going to be working out in the gym no, no, I said, promoting his package. Not, no, I not, wanted Mike to talk about what's there. in his
3: package, right? That's a. Can we agree that that's a good idea? Of course.
5: <laughs> On a video, okay. right?
3: Mike, talk about what's in the package. Right. And I thought, you know. Go to the gym, have somebody
2: record you fucking doing dumbbells and (laughs) shit. Like, what does that have to do with MMA? Bro, when he told me that, I didn't think he was serious, dude. (laughs) He's like, he's like, yeah, bro. He goes, can you? I said, yeah, I'll do one right after the uh, radio slot with Mans. I'll do a nice video. And he's like, yeah, you know, I was thinking, you know it would be a good idea? He's like, you know, go to the gym. He's like, you know, maybe, you know, grab some dumbbells. And I'm like, what? (laughs) He's like, yeah, like do dumbbells while you're. What is he it? A fucking you lifting? Like, if you want to be
0: like me, you should sign up for my DFS package. You want to get, my get my big body.
2: biceps like me? Fucking get your... join my MMA package. Bro, he was serious. He said it like four times. We should do one though.
0: Listen, Rob is as CEO. I have to say, I have been overwhelmingly impressed with Rob's skill set. Um, he's, and I'm not just saying this. I'm he's actually, amazing. We, I'd actually amazing. be more likely to say it without him here. So me saying that with him here actually carries more weight. It's been incredible; has literally stabilized what was a lot of chaos that was going on in the back end of a startup, like any startup. And Rob has been absolutely incredible. But I've also discovered that he is the single least creative person <laughs> I have ever met in my
1: life. <laughs> he is yeah, literally this a robot. Would be awesome.
0: He is literally a robot. And he has weird ideas for every can't think of a tagline can't think of an intro can't think of an outro can't think of a name for his followers and he wants mad lab to lift weights and a thing now I, do I think, think it's a good you,
3: idea still what the fuck is wrong if you make it up for the
0: wrong reason if you make it a parody account if you make yeah. it a parody video then yes but I think I saw you I know you Rob. You just envision Mad Lab like, yo, sign up for the MMA DFS. We're going to kick. We're going to do this. And then just like, boom, boom. Like, pull a couple I want him
3: to go super, like, all-in fucking jersey. Like, the whole thing. Like, the fucking. And, you know, oh, we made it you
5: iron. I didn't see The whole you there. fucking
3: thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kurt.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, guys. Didn't see you Oh, there.
5: sorry. I was just pumping iron. I didn't see you.
0: I got exactly.
2: a new
1: package out. No, <laughs> bring the pizza. Where's the pizza at? <laughs> <laughs> With three different water jugs.
2: Someone, yeah. walks, someone walks by with a protein shake. I smack it out of their fucking hand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you
0: grab a girl. You're just bench pressing a girl to start the video. Oh, hey. Didn't see over there. You just throw her.
5: How you doing? <laughs> I think we should. Right, do, I will we, film it now, for you, Mad Lab.
0: No, if we do a video like that, it'd be incredible. Lab wouldn't do it, though. He'd be too embarrassed.
2: A Why would I be idea.
0: embarrassed? You do that video? I'll put you on the spot right fucking now.
2: No, but I'll fucking, I'd i rather Bro, do, we'll if we're go gonna go do something do, like do do that. Video. I'd rather when do, do one where I'm then. like. Where you go to the gym, and I'm grappling, and I'm fucking choking like three guys out in a row. No, we you be- do the parody, a, I'll
0: walk by with a protein bar, and you can smack it out of my god.
2: Let's do that. I'll do that. Yeah, We're <laughs> I don't know, Kurt, I've been looking for. Face? I've been looking for.
5: reasons to do it. No, smack there is anyway. no way in hell. It'll come time to do it on Saturday. Be like, oh, bro, I'm a little sick. I gotta go to Starbucks and get a an, uh, green tea matcha. Like he will not do it. He won't. But do he it. will say he's gonna do it the whole week. He'll, he'll say
0: it. he's gonna do it, then he won't do it.
5: But we should 100% do it. If wow. Rob wants us to do it, we have to do yeah, it. I think it. it's a great fucking idea. Rob, you want me in there shirtless or anything? <laughs> what do you want? You want me bench press in the background? What do you need? No,
3: I want you to cut off a sleeve Italian flag shirt. Yeah, with a <laughs> gold chain.
5: <laughs> Fuck company, me. man.
3: I want Sinatra playing in the background. The whole thing.
1: Just do the whole
5: thing. <laughs> Just do the whole thing. Just get it done. What can I do?
0: What is my role? I, I mean, I'll be guy. the guy that just keeps getting beat up. Like, he'll just keep throwing oh, me Oh,
3: dude. Go, go like the Chris Maltasani look. Like, you're standing to the corner with a jumpsuit and a fucking backwards hat.
0: Yeah. So I'll be <laughs> like hitting on chicks or something. I don't know what yeah. I can a do. A gray jumpsuit. I know Madlev wants to smack me. So, I mean, we can, he's going to have to smack me at some point or smack a protein bar out of my hand.
5: I think, But we, we just, had an idea to do this commercial a long time ago. Yeah, that commercial would be dope. Club?
0: Walking through the warehouse, throwing stuff at each other. That would be great. And smacking it down, but uh Mad Lab's never gonna do it. He's just gonna say he's gonna do it and then he's gonna rely here's what's gonna happen. Madlab's gonna say he'll do it, and then he's betting on the fact that I won't do it. <laughs> so that's not So right he's to do. he's betting on the fact Dude, that Dude, I had won't the neighbor
2: that gave me the pepper spray, had the fucking drone, and he was willing to do it first for nothing.
0: I know, but you're betting on the fact that I won't do it, and then if at any point I turn around and say I will do it, then you're gonna be sick that day. No, I won't I'll be ready. If, I, Mike, if it means I
2: can get the smack some out of your hand on there.
3: what's our max there? <laughs>
0: Imagine getting smacked by this hand
3: lamp. No, I wouldn't. Imagine there. getting
0: fucking four <laughs> no. fingers smacked by this hand. Four oh, hot dogs.
2: Damn. Fucking four hot dog marks. You know the your torque face.
0: I can get out of this fucking <laughs> hand Just fucking bang,
2: dude. He, he bro, if he was a jockey, he wouldn't even need the fucking stick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> The fucking things, dude. I can't. I probably. It, it, it's not very. It's very rare that I could like see, like once I see something, I'm like, oh shit, look at that thing, and I'm done. It's over with. Every time I fucking see him, and he raises like a glass or he grabs something, <laughs> it's like they almost look like they get longer, dude.
5: <laughs> They're still growing. Yeah.
0: Dude. <sighs> <laughs> Isn't it amazing though that I went my whole life without knowing that?
2: Until if Tommy, you guys if Tommy picks it... his nose, he could scratch his eyeballs. I could pick my nose from all the way down here.
0: I could pick my nose with my palm below my chin easily. Um, yeah, sweet. I never knew that my whole entire life. I've always been told I have beautiful hands by every girl. That's the yeah. first thing they say. Cause I, Until you my, fucking
2: hold their fucking hand. <laughs> <laughs> and it's wrapped around. And he holds her fucking hand. His index finger is touching her elbow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you gotta see me finger blasting lab yeah. you see you, yeah, see, you know, see the tip know. of my finger coming out the throat fucking crusty face all right so you want to get into a little bit of the nfl games and then we'll get to rob's tweet and stuff like that so let, what did you guys think of last week's games rob I'll start with you
3: uh no surprises for me you know we uh what teased uh New Orleans, the Saints, and uh, you know that was easy money. in KC, that was easy money. So uh, literally the weekend went exactly like I thought it should. Um, incidentally, you know, we talked a lot about how to hedge Jeff Mann's indie bet. Mm-hmm. and guess what? He didn't hedge that fucking indie bet.. Yeah. Yeah. I told him to hedge that indie bet. he didn't hedge it, so he's all out on that one. I still got my New Orleans uh, uh, New Orleans, uh future going. So, and before you ask, I'm not hedging this week either.
0: Oh, you're holding on to that. All right. Yeah. Last week was tough. That fucking Eagles. We had that Eagles fucking 50 to 1 prop. And I can't believe they fucking. I, I I cannot believe. Kurt, you wanted to mention the fucking Bears narrative.
5: Yeah, but how is no one mentioning this? Like Cody Parkey, a former former Eagle, fucks the Bears. Then Alshon Jeffrey, a former Bear, fucks the Eagles. It was like the greatest narrative ever.
0: Yeah, no one talked about it.
5: No one talked about it anywhere,
0: though. I mean, they talked about Parkey, um, obviously. But no one talked about it with Alshon. That was just... yeah. No I, one. I have no fucking idea why Peterson was running a play in that spot. It made yeah, no it so sense weird. to me. No, like I literally was there at a bar with a bunch of Eagles fans who thought I was they an panic. Eagle fan because I happened to be wearing a forest green shirt and they had three hot chicks with them too uh, at the bar. So I was just pretending to be an Eagles fan because they heard me rooting for the Eagles because I was rooting for my bet because I had the Eagles plus eight and a half. But I also had the Eagles on the money line for a small play. And so I was like the loudest Eagles fan in the bar it's four first first and 10 or, or what was it? it was first and 10 from the twenty-seven, wherever it was they literally were, were moving and marching on that drive and the two-minute warning was coming up like you were they were Which at like perfect. the New Orleans 30 weren't they
4: yeah Rob you they were at New Orleans like tw- time
0: they were at like yeah. the New Orleans 27 here it is so yeah. at the 27 yard line They just ran a play. So there was two minutes and 30 seconds left, and they ran the ball with Sproles up the middle, right, where everyone was like, what the fuck was that play? So I turned to everyone at the bar. I go, that was smart. I go, believe it or not, that's not a bad move. You don't want to give Breeze too much time to come back. So they're just running the ball here to get it to the two-minute warning, and then they'll start their drive after the two-minute mark where they could throw over the middle a few times, let the clock run, and then hopefully score and not give Breeze much time. I went to the bathroom after the Sproles run. I was in the bathroom when the interception happened. I came out. Like, I pissed real quick and ran out. And then all of a sudden, I see everyone fucking miserable. I'm like, what happened? And they're like, they threw an interception. I'm like, why'd they run a play? I I don't understand why you would try to rush the most important play of the game up until that point, second and 10 from the 27. One, why wouldn't you want the timeout, that that game timeout at two-minute warning? To talk about what the best play to run is. And two, why would you want to score as fast as fucking possible and give Breeze more time?
5: Yeah, but how does no one on the coaching staff say, no, let the clock run uh, to two minutes? How about, I don't understand. How
0: about, hey, if, we, if we're if we in such a fucking hurry, why did we run it with Sprouls up the middle on yeah, first? Yeah, why would you
5: run it with Sprouls? Like,
0: none of it. To, and, and this goes back to Rob, what I fucking, I was the first one to call all this shit about McVeigh and Peterson and Reed and these analytics guys, how they fucking choke nonstop in the final five minutes of games, how they never have timeouts left. They blow their timeouts early in the half, and they make terrible decisions when they're under the gun in close games. And it just every fucking week I get proven more right.
3: Yeah, he's a poor. They're, they're both poor clock managers. I mean, they, they rival Mike Tomlin in their management. And I'm saying that about a white
0: guy, by the way. All white people I'm saying that about for those of you in the racist crowd.
3: Oh, I brought Mike Tomlin into it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, I mean, it's crazy. So, um, yeah, that was unfortunate because I really would have liked to see the end of that game. I didn't really care who won too much. But uh, what, do you, what do you got here, Lab? Kansas City, New, New England, and the Rams Saints. What are you looking at?
2: I like the Saints, and I like New England. i would never bet against Brady. That's my philosophy. I'll always beat my philosophy until he retires. And that's, uh, that's my take on that.
0: I think it's that simple. I think it's that simple. I had the house on new england last week i had new england win by 13 to 18 plus 600 i had new england minus nine and a half plus 200 i had new england for the game and i had new england teased i thought it was the easiest bet of the year to take brady as a three and a half point favorite over fucking rivers coming west without a week off and i think this one isn't as easy but i still think you're fucking insane to take the chiefs minus three bod seems like you're
5: with me right me and MadLab have been on the Patriots bandwagon for a while now. We just laugh at all the idiots on Twitter saying Tom Brady's done. They don't understand the Patriots play a long game. They're setting you up for the playoffs, and they do it perfectly every single year. And Rob, you know what? I, you
2: know what? Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, this is a saying that I came up with for them. Uh, tell me if you if you think it's uh, it's true. I say that the Patriots play during the season and they work in the playoffs.
5: Yeah, it's exact. And just a, toy with a, all the idiots all throughout the race right, because their division's locked up as soon as they step on the field. It's the worst division in football.
3: Listen, as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I have seen this play out year after year after year. <laughs> so I cannot agree more with you that Belichick does this, right? So totally agree.
0: I mean, it won me a lot of money. It won me about <laughs> six grand in DFS by basically just using logic here. If you look at a guy like. Here's what McVay did wrong. Here's what Peterson did wrong this year. Not as much, but, I mean, you had the fullest transition. And here's what fucks Andy Reid and McVay the most, though. They show all their cards early in the year. They show everything early in the year. So that by the time the end of the year comes, it's been happening with McVay. Granted, come on, they rushed for 280 yards or something on Dallas. And still, we're in the tight game in that game. But the reality of the situation is Andy Reid always chokes at the end of the season in the playoffs because he shows... He plays in week three like it's the Super Bowl. McVay, the same thing, running all these fucking crazy plays. You show all your hand early. I told everyone, James White's going to catch 10 balls. What What is James White high in catches over the last four weeks? James White, since in December, in five games, caught 14, 16, 20 balls in five games. He averaged four catches a game, and he caught one in five, the ones before that. And everyone in our fantasy leagues is like Sonny Michelle and Rex Burkhead and blah, blah. And great. Sonny Michel had three touchdowns or whatever he had. Yeah, a couple of those were fluky because he ended up getting the ball to one. But you knew James White was about to be unleashed because Belichick has been holding it back and trying to keep him healthy for the last month to get him in the playoffs. And I think that's just the thing Belichick does. He holds things back. And then in the playoffs, he just unloads the full clip. And he knows everything you're going to do. And you have no idea what he's going to do.
5: No, everyone has an idea of what he's going to do. I don't understand why nobody can stop it. It's just Dink and Dunk, Edelman, James White all day. Because that's the hardest play to stop. It's, it's, bring the safeties up. You saw Brady's having trouble throwing the long ball. Move everyone up.
0: It's it's it's, it's impossible for them to stop. He's it. not
5: going to throw the long ball. They're yeah. not going to complete a pass over ten yards.
0: He's built this fucking team to basically have the. And, and when you want to consider Gronk healthy, even though now nah, he's not, he's a shell. He's a right tackle right now, but. You know, you had the best possession tight end with size for short routes. You had the best slot receiver in Edelman in running short routes. You have the best pass catching back possibly in James White. Like his whole fucking core is the best at that thing, which is the hardest to stop already. So Rob, we're all on the Patriots. Heavy. Heavy. I'm on Pat's money line. Pat's win this game. Me lab Nabod. You are on the other side.
3: Well, I've got a slight KC lean. I make it I make this game minus four. Um, I'm going to bet KC. Um, I'm going to tease KC. I'm not going to bet them straight up, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm minus four. I think they win the game, go to the Super Bowl.
0: What about the total? You have any lean on the total here? Fifty-five and a half.
3: Uh, no, I'm right at fifty-six. But this total is getting steamed as we speak. Um, I've been watching money come in um, on the under. Actually, sorry, it's getting steamed down. Yeah. Um, Penny moved this thing to fifty-four and a half. You know, this thing actually opened at sixty in some joints. Um, but I've seen it come down a full two points in the last two days, something like that. Isn't it because of the so, weather? So the, yeah, it's going to be cold. So the the totals moving down a little bit. I don't think the cold weather affects totals so much. Um, but they
5: well, you know, it was originally like negative five it. degrees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think <laughs> it will definitely fuck up the total.
0: <laughs> that don't matter. Um, it oh, it, it may not move the lines, but I think it matters on the game. Um, the other yeah, game, yeah. I don't
5: and, think the Chiefs are built for that weather. I, I don't.
0: I mean, listen. The the Chiefs ended up playing the worst version of the Indianapolis Colts that we've ever seen in our lives, right? And I didn't feel like they dominated that game. Like, you you could say whatever you want about the Chiefs winning by a good deal in that game against the Colts. We watched that fucking game. Dude, could the Colts have done any more to just hand the Chiefs that game? I mean, they they played good. You know, they played good and all that. But, I mean, that wasn't even a football game. I want to see... Reed and Mahomes and McVay and Goff. I want to see these guys in games where they're going to the wire because those have been the games where they've choked. I think we're going to see that this week, and I think we're going to see the veterans
5: prevail. Um, Saints-Rams. Kurt? Saints. I'm going to take the Saints. They're going to win by eight. Eight. Lab? Eight. I got the Saints. What's your model have? Yeah, what's your model have, Lab? How much do you have the Saints winning by?
0: Uh,
2: I'm going to say six.
0: Six. Rob, what do you have? We have uh, three. Saints minus three over fifty-six and a half.
2: Yep. Totals on point,
3: but the spread is should be six. Mad what? Labs model is on fire. Oh, Mad,
1: Mad
0: Labs models on point.
5: Nice. Uh, I'm going to say got a full
3: play on the Saints this week.
5: You're all wrong. Oh, I thought you wanted the Rams. No, No, fuck no! no. I got the Saints going on. The Chiefs was the one he was opposite. Um, I thought he said both.
0: And I was going to say, Vegas' model says three. Mad Lab and Rob's model says six. Both your models are wrong. I am going to have tremendous plays on the Saints to win by 10 to 15 and 15 to 21 points. I think think this spread is a full touchdown off. Uh, Just like I thought the Patriots spread was a full touchdown off. I think this is an absolute romp for the Mm. Saints. I think this. I think there's a chance I will have small, like third of a unit plays in our in our in the article on Guru Elite, on Saints winning by twenty, Saints winning by thirty even. I, I think this game could realistically end up being thirty eight fourteen or something. I don't I don't even think it's fucking close. I think it's a like what's route. the
5: avenue the Rams could win with? There there is none.
0: There's nothing. There is no avenue the Rams can win. There is literally no path in my mind to Rams victory because the only way the Rams in the playoffs are going to succeed is if they can run the ball and take the pressure off Goff and you can't run on the Saints. That's just, the, look at look at Ezekiel Elliott. We pounded the Zeke under 99 and a half yards prop. That was never even close. You cannot run on the Saints. If they're going to turn the Rams into a one dimensional team with a very limited playbook and Jared Goff in the playoffs on the road and that fucking dome, which is going to be fucking rocking after what happened last year to knock them
3: out of two. bloodbath. Goff has to throw three touchdowns for he them will to be not. In this game. And he has <laughs> not thrown three touchdowns. Bloodbath. And, yeah, Gurley can't run the football on him. Forget it. And, you know, three touchdowns from Goff. That's what wins him the game. That's not happening.
0: Saints by 20. That's my call. Saints by And I, you, Rob, we've done a million of these podcasts. It's very rare that I'll go 17 points above the spread. It I Saints win this game by twenty points. That's what's gonna happen. Um they win by six any bold predictions? Does anyone have a score first touchdown or a DFS prediction? Me and Jeff are gonna do a whole long DFS prop show tomorrow. But um Lab, you have any you have any sneaky mad lab fucking calls from everyone? Do you have a, a first touchdown or Kurt? Do you guys have a first touchdown? I'm gonna
2: say, you know what? I, I have ai f I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say I think Gronk scores the first touchdown of the game. What's that? I got Gronk scoring the first touchdown of the game. Oh,
1: okay, okay. All
2: right, little. Do you think Gronk has a little
0: game here? Do you think he comes wakes from the dead or? Yeah, I think this is when he wakes up. All right, so all right, so Labs going with the, with the Gronk. Let me just get the. Uh, and here's the-
2: here's another one. I think that because their defense is oh, now you cocky. No, Kansas City's defense <laughs> is so bad, dude, that I think they're going to be chipping away at you know underneath with, with Edelman with James White and such like that, and I think they're going to take the top off. Gronk's going to get a 40-yard reception 40-plus plus yard reception in this game. So you're all
5: in on Gronk. All right. Yeah. So we know wow. in the family oh, I'm surprised. League. Look at our art on Guru Elite. Yeah, Everything's loves, Gronk. He loves Gronk. He loves Gronk. Kurt, do you have a bold prediction for me? I got Cordell Patterson on a reverse. Cordell Patterson to score the first touchdown or a touchdown? Give me A.
0: So Gronk a is costume. plus 1,500 for first touchdown, Mad Lab. I'm on it. Uh, and plus 180 for any touchdown that I'm, I'm seeing on right it. now. Uh, Cordarrelle Patterson has to be like fucking three thousand twenty five hundred. Yeah, yeah, but 3, that's what the
5: Patriots do. No, I know. <laughs> now everyone's going to cover Edelman, James White. All right, so, here you go, thirty three
0: hundred plus thirty three hundred. There you go. Uh, but you, Kurt, I think you might be better off just taking any touchdown because it's plus five hundred. Oh, there you so you can get five to one odds on any touchdown. Um, but I do both. Robert, do you have any bold predictions here?
3: Yeah, and you guys are going to totally disagree with this. You have to tell me what the number is, Tommy. Mm-hmm. I got it in front of me. Take every over prop that you can get for Mahomes. He, oh. Belichick, mm. the evil genius he is, is not ready for the magic of Mahomes. Oh, <laughs> God, tan. I'm going. I want a piece mm. of every over prop.
0: 315 is the yards. Book it. Um, I'm sure the touchdowns. He's going to. Well, who's he's getting gonna have, those yards? Tyreke? He's going to have
3: three touchdowns. He's going to throw two and run Player one.
0: Player to throw most touchdowns. Mahomes is favored over Tom Brady by a good. Absolutely is. What? I, I am Man, going. We can to, make
5: so much this weekend.
0: Yeah, this is interesting. Rob's on the other side. Rob, do you have? Well, a f- because have-
3: the the Patriots are going to run the football. So I mean, uh, give me nope. the over. Mahomes they never do what Brady you expect them.
0: I don't think do. they are. I think they ran the football because because the Chargers couldn't get an offense going. Um, I think they're going to throw the football nonstop. I think yep. Brady might throw this ball fifty times again. That was my call last week. And if the Chiefs could have just done anything to stay in that game. Uh, Brady would have thrown for like 470 yards in three or four touchdowns, right? Like, it would have been insane. He was just getting everything he wanted. I think he does the same thing against his Chiefs defense. So, uh, me, Rob, me and you are going to have to make a little side bet here on Brady versus Mahomes. Uh, although I do think Mahomes is going to have success. I don't think it's going to be as great as you think. Rob, if you had to pick a f- score first weird prop, something like a thou- plus a 1,000 or more.
2: On uh, Which game? Oh, boy. On either game.
0: So, Mad Labs got Gronk. Kurt's got Cordell Patterson. Um Rob, do you have anything in mind to from like James White is plus 1200 to score first in this game? I mm. am all over that.
5: Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm
0: all over that one. Rob, I'm assuming you would probably have some interest in Mahomes to rush in the first touchdown at plus 2800.
5: He doesn't run that much. That's
3: yeah, it's good odds though. 2800 2, though is high. You can oh, get him
0: You can get any rushing touchdown plus 400
5: little QB sneak. How about
2: this? In the cold weather, in the cold weather, how about Sammy Watkins getting the first touchdown? This guy loves Sammy Watkins. I was right last week, dude. Man Lab absolutely
0: has no bigger man crush in all of sports. (laughs) To the the point where he actually. I was right last week.
1: He actually follows
0: Sammy Watkins' demeanor. To the point where (laughs) uh, like three plays into the game, Sammy Watkins was blocking. You see how Sammy Watkins is blocking right there? He's locked in. (laughs) He's locked in.
2: He's locked in. So,
0: Mad, Mad Lab is the Watkins whisperer. So, you like Watkins to score first here, Lab?
2: No, I like Gronk, but I'm saying it's a, it's a decent play. You can take both. First. You can take both easily. You could take <laughs> yeah,
0: Gronk plus 1,500, Watkins plus 1,300. Yeah, I'll take both. I usually do two. Yeah, I'll do that's both. a good way to cover yourself. Um, Sonny Michelle plus 750.
5: It seems high after last week. I hate first touchdown bets. Oh,
0: I love them. I've been great with them. See, the I thing about here's the trick one. to the first touchdown bets.
5: You can't just take one. You know, you
0: got to look at it like a wager. You look at it like a wager. You take your guy that you want to go the heaviest on, and then you throw it a little half unit on some of these longer shot props, and it makes for a fun little bet for you there. I can never win them. Yeah, I've been, I've been on fire, right, Rob, all year with yeah, these things? No doubt. no doubt. Let's go over a couple MLB models tweets here. Um, <laughs> all right, so, Rob, you tweeted from uh, so Rob eliminated MLB model from his uh, Twitter, from his name, from his logo. Yet, in the show notes, he writes MLB model tweets.
3: <laughs> I still identify. I was on the radio with Jeff Monday, and he was calling me MLB model. Yeah. So. All
0: right. So MLB models tweets. Um, Rob, you tweet, I bit my lip.
3: I fucking did. <laughs> if you look, if you find that tweet in my timeline, you can find a picture of the bit lip, too.
5: Wait, you took a picture above the waist?
3: Of the lip. Just the fucking lip.
5: Wow. Oh. Just the lip? Just to know how it feels? Yeah. Just the lip. You can find mm-hmm. it. You the can un- find it. <laughs> Who wait? Who liked that picture of your lip?
2: Oh,
3: probably lots of people. Uh, Jim.
5: Lots of, <laughs> Jim. How many liked likes it. does that
3: tweet?
0: Hold on, I got it right here. I got it right Go here. To my media. He goes. I bit my lip, uh, and there's Jim. <laughs> of course, Jim beat off to that thing at night. <laughs> there's Jim, and who's the other person? There's two people. Uh, Cody, comedy jerk. So Uh-oh. Jim and Cody. And then the best thing is he he only got two likes on that, so he doubled down with a picture, which is really <laughs> weird it's a really weird picture to post, one because you can't even see a cut on his lip at all, and it's just the lower it's just right his lips. quarter panel of his face just stuck in there, and then it just says, "Not good <laughs> and there Jim didn't even like it.
3: <laughs> and if then, I can't get a gym, the like only response
0: bad. to it was Friday Pauly, who wrote, and you wonder why you don't have more followers. <laughs> so a total of three people, one of which was Jim. Uh, not good for you, Rob. Not good. Lab, <laughs> do you follow Rob's Twitter? Of course.
2: No. Like, do you really? Yeah, I do. Like, do you go look at it? I don't. I, when it comes up, I see it. I don't go to his fucking page. I can stalk it. So like, if now. it's
0: thrown in front of your
2: face, you'll see it. Yeah. But you've never, like, gone through it. No, like, but I see it every day. How? Like, what did you post uh, about the fucking uh, the, the Trump cheeseburgers and shit? I saw that. Trump
3: cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said I've been the, one of the biggest Trump haters, but today, with this one picture, that all changed. Yeah, but I don't the, know if uh, that was
2: sarcasm or not. Well, what, was, yeah, was. What, what,
0: what was that sarcasm, Rob?
3: No I loved it. I loved that he bought all this fast food for these people. I thought,
2: wow. Oh, it was awesome. really? Why' wow, oh, so yeah, right. I just Elab- like you a little more.
0: Right? Elaborate.: such weird takes. No, because yeah, that's why I, I said mean, Rob has the weirdest takes. You'll never know which side <laughs> of anything he's on. It's, it, he's I just not, thought it was a. he's really like a short-circuiting bipolar robot.
3: <laughs> I just thought it was a really cool move to have all this fucking cheeseburgers and pizza and all this shit in the White House. I just think it's
0: cool. But well, what about everyone saying it's racist? And what about everyone saying that it should? Wait, have this
3: been... is racist too.
0: Oh, this is you. No, right? I haven't lab, heard oh, that. Lab, this lab, is you racist. saw this too. A lot of oh, white people said this don't eat fast racist. food. No, you order in fast food burgers and fucking fried oh, food for fucking God. black athletes. Yeah, everyone's saying. See, it's
2: what these people don't understand is that is actually Donald Trump's diet. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it is, really uh, is. Bill like Clinton, he lives right? on fast food. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, you haven't heard the racism part of
5: this, but uh, I have no, no idea. No, that was I was
3: not making a political statement at all other than I thought this was
5: really cool. How many likes you get on that? A lot. Oh, oh 27, yeah? 27. That was his biggest one. Yeah. They probably thought you were being sarcastic, so it's <laughs> all the Trump haters getting on board with you. <laughs>
3: they could have, yeah.
5: They could have. Dude, yeah, I, was, I, I thought I you
0: were it. being sarcastic, too, Rob. No, I like <laughs> See, Rob's starting to learn that if you want to get likes and followers, all you need to do is bribe people with shirts and write the name Trump. Right. And, and that's it. Right. So He's starting <laughs> to learn how to virtue signal and, you know, how to <laughs> manipulate his account. That's why he said he would run the Gillette ad on Guru lead. He's trying to pander mm-hmm. to the one percent of our listenership. Um, yeah, his regular tweets are fucking complete garbage. Here's another one from Rob's Twitter um, eating non-dairy ice cream.
5: That's the only way to do it.
3: Like what, dude? Life changing. Like, I gave up dairy. you go. Keto Rob. I gave up dairy
5: like two and a half weeks ago. There you go. It's about time. Jesus. Jesus. It's great.
2: Lab. Do you have
0: a a thing with lactose lab?
2: (laughs) Yeah, but I fucking eat it because I'm a man. Right. Exactly. I'd think i rather go in a bathroom and take a shit for an hour and enjoy real dairy ice cream than eat fucking soy ice cream. You don't need to anymore. The Ben and Jerry's non-dairy ice cream is amazing.
0: Lab. We have a strong divide here between the pussification of the two who have Uh kids and baby them. And the two men that are left in this fucking world. Tommy's
2: got a draw for the fucking Zantac.
0: Yep, I do.
3: <laughs>
2: Dude, I get all crampy. I, I get fucking bloated. I snort that shit. Bloated. I needed so often. <laughs> like,
0: I don't give a fuck. I'm eating dairy. You know what I'm about
2: the non dairy stuff. There you go. So what do you do it's about d- pizza? You get fucking uh, tofu there's dairy free trees. Oh, you f- dairy free. Oh, I not a Italian on you.
0: Four finger alien smacked you if you
5: ordered non dairy cheese <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <laughs> in front of me.
2: You order pizza You'd with non dairy cheese. Fucking et
5: fingers so fucking. I've made pizzas with non dairy cheese because my wife is also non dairy and I try to avoid dairy. Stop with my white pizza. You do it for you. I eat the pizza. No, because cheese is keto. You could eat cheese you The you're thing is, in the
3: morning, I switched my creamer from dairy creamer. Kurt was probably the up. same person All on
5: Atkins
0: Lab.
2: Yeah, you probably, Kurt, Kurt probably was on the cabbage soup diet. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a lifestyle
0: change. No, no it's,
1: it's not, not a lab. lifestyle change. Mad lab no. had not. long talks
0: no. about this, how you're fucking wrong. And I agree with well, Mad Lab 100%. Wrong about what? To any diet, lab, lab said it. I'm just re-quoting it. Any what? diet that you uh-huh. can only be on for a certain period of time, and then you got to stop it for a period, is not good for you. Why
2: do you have to stop it? Because you have to. You can't take... Listen, just like the Atkins diet, when everybody... We had this... This is a real conversation we had the other we day. We just
0: had this a day ago.
2: The Atkins diet back in the day when everybody was preaching about the how good it was. The world was this, on the Atkins diet. Right? Oh, well, look how much... They yeah, you're love. losing weight. But the fact of the matter is the guy who fucking invented it had a massive heart attack because you can't take that much fat and cheese and bacon and this and expect to be healthy. You can't live like that, dude. It, all it is is a quick fucking fix can't do that for the rest of your life the only way hey, to hey, let me ask wait you hold on the only way shot. to lose weight to be healthy and to live a healthy lifestyle is to learn what to eat how to eat when to eat and how much to eat that's it if
5: we all get a physical right now i destroy every single one of I'll you i'll bet you any amount of every money. goddamn category and it's i've not never even taken
2: medication in my life
5: My doctor praises me every time I get a physical. She's like, "Oh, you're like a superhero. You're even better than last year. Like I am off the chart, perfect." You know what the funniest part of
0: all this is? I would be willing to bet that I win that. No, (laughs) unhealthy. I'm the only one who never gets sick. You've never been to the doctor since you were 12. I've never had to go to the doctor since I was 12. That's the perfect thing right there. I'm surviving on fucking hot pockets and beer.
3: I've got, high, I've got high cholesterol. Uh, it feels good mess. getting that off my chest. Yeah, Let <laughs> me <laughs> get that out there.
0: <laughs> You've been holding that in for
5: a while, Rob? Full disclosure, I want everyone to know I've got high cholesterol. <laughs> Take a little medication <laughs> for oh, it. Oh, I feel so good now. I
0: love how man lives Like, I'm the healthiest one. Meanwhile, he's sick every day. Of the yeah,
5: family. and asleep on the couch. You can't even make it till 8 o'clock. <laughs> I can't either, Mike. Yeah, well, I think it's fair to say
2: I'm the only one that plays hard out of us, right? You guys are fucking home when I'm at the gym, rolling, training... I get tired, bro. Maybe that's bad for you. No, it's not. Maybe you should do that less. No way, dude. At 45. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. God, I don't even fucking rush my age, dude. Dude, this
5: is a Joe Rogan podcast. We're over two hours. He's a fuck. Yeah, no, uh, I gotta go. I gotta, I'm, I gotta eat, dude. Uh, I yeah, gotta yeah. See?
0: <laughs> dude, he's so weird. Dude, his body literally... If Mad Lab had to live like me for a week, he'd be dead he died I'd most dead, people died. would be like my sugar would drop, drop a... dead he needs <laughs> fucking he got i gotta have sugar for my orange juice i gotta have this for my thing i take these three pills for my fucking intestines i gotta take this one here <laughs> i can't drink red wine because it is dairy's bad for me but i can i share can i share I this got...
2: quick story yeah go nuts all right rob i gotta tell you i think i told kurt this story so rob about a week ago i go out right um i go to meet this girl and i go out and Tommy knows, because Tommy's been around me long enough, that I have my sugar drops. If I don't eat, like, every three hours, my sugar will stop dropping. So, <clears throat> so I go out. I meet this girl. And um, I get to the place. And I order a martini. And I haven't eaten in, like, three hours, four hours. Dude, I was rushing around, rushing around. So I get, like, halfway through my martini, dude. And she's, like, telling me a story. And I'm, and I'm like, all of a sudden, I feel that shell come over me that my sugar starts dropping. And I'm, like, you, and I'm talking to myself in my mind. I am mean, you going, you cocksucker, do not do this now. Do not fucking, to the point where I was literally getting ready to go down, bro. I'm, like, looking around for the waitress. I'm looking, not bringing bread to the table. The waitress comes to the table, and she's like, you know, can I get you another one? I'm like, yeah, yeah, Can you do me a favor, though? Can you bring me a glass of cranberry juice? How fucking unmasculine is that,
5: dude? a <laughs> yeah, the little straw. right? Yeah,
2: so she break this big fucking thing of cranberry juice, dude. I literally inhaled it, and then afterwards, like, I got, like, a surge like Superman. I literally told her afterwards, I was like... You know, why I got cranberry juice, right? I was like, "Is my fucking sugar drop. But literally, if I don't eat, bro, if I don't eat every like three, four hours, I either have a fucking temper tantrum or I feel like I'm going to pass out, <laughs> dude. And so
0: how are you going to say you're like healthier life, than me? Dude, he's healthier because my no body. My ever. body adjusts. You, die if you don't eat every three hours. He's three, literally that's how like I train a 19 year old fucking dog. <laughs> that's how you're <laughs> like, supposed
2: to eat. Yeah. So yeah. We've he already gone exactly, two hours and five minutes.
0: Manlam knows exactly what to do. It's just his body's a piece of shit, and he's got to do all <laughs> that shit to do it. So, like, if you gave him, like, a Norman, normal human body, he'd look like fucking Jack LaLanne at 90. But he was given this fucking hunk of shit, and he's turned it into this beautiful thing, but it's, a, it's like a fucking car with a shitty engine. He's got a fucking yeah. Lamborghini outside and a fucking 88 Honda engine under it.
3: Since we basically just had like one of our phone calls, I'm just going to ask you guys. I don't give a fuck how long the pot is. I've started doing intermittent fasting, so I, oh, I stopped eating go. at like 9 and I don't eat again until noon. What's the takes here? Well, my, my whole thing I on just that asked is that this yesterday. yesterday. Well, Did you, you really? I, I've been doing it for like I've been three doing times.
2: it for like six years. It's another it's another fucking phase. That's all and it Kurt is. does it wrong. A, Kurt does everything wrong. Feel, you know, that. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you a, a quick briefing why it's not. It's good for you in spots, but it's not okay. good in the long term. Because the fact of the matter is, time will always tell. And, like, and Rob, I don't know if you know what my background is, but this is what I went to school for. Six, all right. Six, and six. the most important meal of your day mm-hmm. is breakfast. That is the important meal in your day because it kickstarts your metabolism. All right. So what happens is if you get a guy like Tommy who eats two times a day, but he he gorges himself with those two meals, your body knows, all right, Tommy just ate this meal at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. We know he's not going to look for a meal until six o'clock. So we can't burn this food up that quick. The metabolism slows down. When you eat breakfast, it kickstarts your metabolism. And if you train your body to eat every three hours, you actually lose weight because your body now says he ate at 12. We know he's got something else coming at three. We got to get rid of this fucking food. Kurt's it's the truth, bro. Jump. This is but just facts. Like, this is science. That's all I, So whatever but anyone you're talking says, you do about science. Care. You
5: die if you don't eat every three hours. That is not I don't healthy. say I
2: die, dude, but my body is trained. Just pass Connie out. Connie can never eat every three hours. His body's <laughs> not trained that way. My body
0: can go three days without eating, or I can eat a whole slice of pizza in one sitting. My body is a wood chipper. My body's a wood chipper. It will take in drugs, alcohol, fucking Zantac, pizza, dairy, ice cream, Shit, hot pockets, gummy bears, and just chew it up, and I will maintain my machine-like personality. And Rob, do you know what the first
2: way. thing you're supposed to do when you wake up in the morning?
0: What do you say? I don't know. You cut out. What'd you say? Lamp? You know
2: what the first thing you're supposed to do when you wake up in the morning?
0: Jerk off. Beat
2: off. Well, no, you're supposed to ch- chug a big glass of water. To, to, to oh yeah, to I do that. Yeah, I do yeah. That. you're supposed. A lot of a lot, to, Water. Not all the water that's just, left in my house. Water. Right the minute you oh, wake up, you're supposed UFC to chug a glass of water because it okay,
5: gets your organs going.
0: Yeah, I, I will outlive all of you. I think Hold that, on, that's Rob. Obvious. If
5: you really want to go down this rabbit hole and learn how to do it, just YouTube Doctor Berg, B E R G, all right, and type Doctor Berg intermittent fasting, Doctor Berg keto. He'll break down the science behind everything you do. How and old explain is he? Why it's good for you. And he's a doc. How old? And then is he? when he dies oh, in
0: twenty years, yeah. because just, just like Doctor Atkins like died of a massive heart something. attack. Kurt, and the guy healthy. from the Atkins diet, basically told everyone you should eat as much fat as humanly. He was possible. on
5: like the carnivore diet. He was eating pounds of and meat. The whole There's a world big difference. was doing it, Kurt. The whole no, because world. what you don't understand, dummy. Keto is low protein. Doofus. Eating tons of meat is high protein. There's a huge so difference. Le- low protein's good. It's te- huge difference. It's terrible because, you. you protein's I mean, low protein is good it's if you want to be skinny. not low protein, but not high protein. There's a ratio, Kurt. 40-30-30 is the, is the ratio. Add that from 1940. Just YouTube <laughs> that guy Forty
2: thirty thirty. 40-30-30. How old is this guy? Ah, he's probably 50. He'll be dead by the time he's 65. Chalk it up. Okay. You heard it on the No Mercy pod. Well, yep. Let
5: me tell you something. He can go three hours without eating and not faint.
3: This duck at looks like a little bit like a pervert, but... He's in Durham. This guy's in Duke. He lives right by me.
0: Oh, there you go, Rob. You should go sit him down and get him on the podcast. I go see him. Go see oh, him. if we get him on the podcast. Come on, I got to eat.
3: See?
1: Two hours. The funny
0: thing he really does like, this I do, I'm sure. <laughs> they do a target. 260 fuck. pounds. You're like, 130 a pounds. He's a fucking piece of garbage inside. His, his intestines, his
2: insides fall apart. He has, has to follow his exact schedule or else his body These falls guys, apart. That's what, see, that's a non athletic statement right there. That's a Land. non. How do you like? Like because you eat when your metabolism is fast. But You're dude, hungry. the fact that your that's body healthy. shuts down
0: so regularly because of an hour or two. No, because
2: an hour, I'm getting irritated because I haven't eaten. So I haven't eaten either. But that's what I mean. That's not healthy.
1: <laughs> that I'm fine because your metabolism <laughs> is it like... actually
5: replenishes your cells when you intermittent fast. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. Kurt. That's crazy. <laughs> Forget the science. Mike gives no fucks. Just speed this thing up. Speed it up. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're
3: done.
4: I need to eat.
5: Just get me off. I'm all in keto.
0: Let's go. He's going to die. We got to get him off. All right. So before Mad Lab dies, let's get out of here. Rob, any final
3: words? No, I got nothing.
5: All right. Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's up, son? No. I didn't get a good one in the beginning, so I had to get it now. All right, Mad Lab, while you're still alive, any final words?
0: <laughs>
2: He's so down. I fucking can't wait to put that fork in my mouth and cut up some fucking steak and baked potato and fuck it. You know it, Kurt. Listen to what I'm saying to you, Kurt. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was the dirtiest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I wish you could see his face. It looked like he was going to fuck
0: him. All right, four to three stooges. I'm Tommy G. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfuckers.
1: Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't
2: hey, no mercy. Ain't hey, 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 no mercy.